0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Kill Connor Club podcast, a special pre-recorded episode. Um, obviously, it is it is special, because it's pre-recorded, not live. It's different, <laughs> therefore it's special. Don't ruin okay. it. Okay. Okay. Obviously, I'm Tyler, and this is James. Mm.
1: Mm. I was taking a drink. You got dick Just in then. your mouth? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, completely. <laughs>
0: Uh classic Kill Comic Club. Well, we're back um, because of conflicting schedules. We can't record live or do the live podcast, but that's okay. Um, so we're doing it early, head of schedule, and uh, this is coming out of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Special Valentine's Day episode of Kill... Cl- it really changes nothing about the Kill Comic Club, though, because, uh, <laughs> at all. Should we have
1: the thumbnail just be like, um... It'll be the same, the same drawing, but we'll have love heart eyes.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fucking gold. You sh- you're gonna do that, right? Though. Uh yeah. Okay, perfect. That's perfect. Kill Connor Club number fifteen. Valentine's Day love, London love. That's what. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. So, another week. It's well, we're recording this like a week since the last episode. Yep. What's been going on, buddy? What's what's new? Uh, Well, I mean,
1: nothing. I've been doing a lot of sitting around doing absolutely nothing because my room is not usable and empty, and my entire house is cluttered with shit, so that's been what's going on with me. Yeah, Um, you haven't done...
0: what was the last video you did? You did the... you updated your list of Assassin's Creed games.
1: Yes, that was the last thing I did, and that was about four days ago, and I don't really expect to do anything anytime soon, so... Other than this, this will be, like, the next thing.
0: This will be the next thing.
1: Probably. Maybe. Really? I don't know. Well,
0: that's a gap. That's almost two weeks.
1: I know. I'm going to have to make a video and tell everyone what's going on, because otherwise that's going to be fucking confusing.
0: So is your whole room just, just torn apart?
1: Yeah, it's completely empty. There's holes in the walls, and uh, I'm it's literally sleeping on a mattress on the ground.
0: Huh. How long and is that going to take?
1: Um, hmm, well... I think from this point now probably about three weeks
0: okay okay so another three weeks jesus that's a while man yeah so and that's what to just repaint it and kind of just a bit of renovation or
1: yeah well we need to get the well i see i got um like in the walls i'm getting new like plugs like so that i can plug shit in under my desk then i've got um four like wired internet connections that can go into like my computer and my xbox and everything oh awesome then we need to get the walls plastered and then painted i need a new carpet and new furniture um and a couple of other little stuff but that's like the main stuff that's gonna take a while so yeah
0: oh the struggle's real the struggle is real yeah so you're gonna kill myself yeah yeah, it's just been normal for me. Just been uh the usual. So what? Horsey and Fox interrupted, and your main channel obviously is interrupted.
2: Yeah, and is George's
0: channel could still stream
1: on Horsey and Fox. But, uh, well, yeah, yeah, George does. So you see, mine. I could do videos on, but it's just like really difficult because I've got like a mini setup downstairs, but it's the the the, the shittest thing. It's like my computer is in a corner, and then I've got like a chest of drawers which my monitors are on. Yeah, and like. It's really dodgy to make videos cuz like my chair doesn't reach as low as everything else. So it's all kind of have to hunch over. It's like it's the keyboard and it's just it's just a mess. Like I could have been making videos. I really yesterday I was going to start editing um more of the Chronicles India let's play cuz I still haven't even finished the game and it's not rush is going to come out it, soon. Um, but no. But um yeah, I was going to edit more of it cuz I like basically I decided rather than doing it as a normal let's play I'm going to edit it so I just get all of my like all of the funny bits where I'm getting really mad at the game in. So that way it kind of progresses through the game. You can see the story, if you can call it that. And then you can also see my like fails and everything. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, But then George started playing Kingdom Hearts and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here and watch him for a bit. And then 10 hours later, I was like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna bother with the editing. It's not gonna happen. So I'll do it at some point.
0: The amazingness of Kingdom Hearts. It consumes everyone. It happens.
1: It's so good. I've
0: been there so many times. So, so many times. And you're, on, you're both still only on the first one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would be finished the first one if it wasn't for the fact that I have to stream it. I mean, I don't have to stream it, but I want to.
0: I want you to stream and it. And I can't. I don't have a and PS3. I'm, just, I... I'm living vicariously through you playing the games. I want to relive that shit. It's like, I want to play it so
1: bad, but then I'm like, oh, no, but I have to stream it.
0: You I mean, do. to be fair, when I when I started the game,
1: like when I started the streams, the first episode started in Wonderland. It wasn't like at the beginning of the game because I already played a lot of it, and then I was like, I should stream the rest of this. So I started in Wonderland, and then carried on from that point, and I've streamed everything since then.
2: Yeah.
0: I
1: just wish I could stream it. I wish it was easier, but I can't, and I just want to play it so badly.
0: That's uh, oh, one of those things. God damn it. It's a struggle. Yeah, struggle's real. See, my channel's just the just the normal usual, um. Though, I haven't well actually Jesus well at the time recording this i haven't started releasing the i'm doing assassin's creed one let's play now after revelations and i think i'll actually do it in the right order now like i'll do one then two then brotherhood i've already done revelations and then i'm not doing three so i'll figure something out after that but that's plenty of time (laughs) why why not do three um i don't want to i don't want to play it fair enough and plus like what would me be doing in let's play it like it would just be me getting mad and then people that watch it would just get upset with me and they get offended yeah, yeah. by it and then I gotta deal with every episode I put out people fucking crying about it and it's like well you wanted this you asked for this and this is what you get and I'd rather not rather yeah. deal with it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let's play Unity I'm not gonna let's play Assassin's Creed 3 and I'm not gonna let's play Rogue
1: Okay, so syndicate and four are possibilities.
0: Possibilities. I might even do DLCs as well.
1: Okay. I might even do Watch Dogs at like, some point as
0: well, because that's like what like you're Assassin's doing, Creed, right?
1: Is what I'm doing with Horsey and Fox essentially. Like we played every Assassin's Creed game through on live streams, and we're trying to do every single piece of Assassin's Creed content. So we'll do like the side games and the DLC and stuff. Like we did Liberation like two weeks. No, was it?
0: No, it's last, last, last week. It was last was it? week, I think. I was think, it? jeez, I don't know Well, so a couple well, weeks ago, this is coming out
1: but yeah um, yeah, so Liberation, how did you manage that, that like, shit? Uh, I don't fucking know, I mean we had each other to banter so it wasn't like, it was the most difficult thing in the world, but it's still shit, like I remember I did a Let's Play of it back in 2014 and I cancelled that because I, I didn't know how many views my Let's Plays would get, because they never got many, they probably got like 60 at the most, and people in my news videos and like speculation videos and stuff were saying like, I'll do do a Let's Play. And a lot of people said to do Liberation, and I don't know why, so I started Liberation Let's Play. And the first episode got like 2,000 views, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's not what I expected. So I tried to do a lot of Liberation, but I got so bored, and all the videos were me just getting mad at the game, being like, this is so shit, this is so boring, and it was just terrible. And everyone was like, look, just cancel it and do something else. So I did, and then I started up the Ezio trilogy, the Assassin's Creed 2, and that is, I think, Let's Playing Through the Ezio trilogy back in 2014, was probably the most fun series I think I've ever done. It was just it was so great cuz it was it got so many views. Everyone was always there in the comments. Everyone got all the like the inside jokes that we got which was like the Richard the Horse thing came from that let's play oh, yeah, and course. we had like um I'm trying to think some other ones, but there was a bunch of stuff through those let's plays of two through revelations and that was just it was just so much fun. And I don't think I don't know. I don't think at this point my let's like a let's play of Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed would even get that many views. I don't know. I haven't done one in a while. The last real one I did was Revelations. Well, no, Syndicate, I guess.
0: Yeah, it would have been Syndicate.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, because I finished... I did Assassin's Creed 2, got halfway through Brotherhood, then Unity and Road came out, so I played through those. Then I went back to Brotherhood, then did Revelations, did China, then I think I did Syndicate. But... Yeah, the, that Ezio Trilogy was great. I forget my point now. Boy.
0: See, you've always been good at doing solo walkthroughs, Let's Plays at games, which because you've done it you say so long. Good, because say
1: good. I think but, it's good. But you didn't see My Road to Revelations in 2011.
0: Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying, man, because you start... You, everyone's shit when they start. No one's good when they start, but you've been doing YouTube for so long, even when you had a billion channels ago, you know what I mean? Like, even if you weren't getting views back then... By the time you're getting views, you've improved so much, you're really good. For me, it was such a struggle, because I didn't do any of that for so long. The first time I did gameplay videos, they were so shit, I never did them, because I sucked at talking by myself, playing a game, I was no good at it, and the only time I did anything good was when I was with a friend, and the first one I really thought I was good at was my Assassin's Creed 1, Finishing All the Achievements Let's Play, there was oh, like eight yes, episodes. Oh, that of, one, and that one that where with, it sounds like,
1: it sounds like you just, like, got, like, you just went through puberty. <laughs>
0: I think it was a mic thing, though, because it it's was so certainly weird. not when my... I was, like, 17 then, so it wasn't, like, my voice had just broke, my balls had dropped by then, for God's sakes, but I don't know, it was weird. Um, I was, was weird. yeah, I was 17, 18, yeah, I was 17, and that was so much fun, I thought it was hilarious, even I thought it was funny. it was the first time I did a gameplay video, I, I didn't, I wasn't embarrassed by it, and... Mm-hmm. It just, I started realizing, oh, I'm really good with friends, so I'll just do gameplay with friends. So when I did, like, Ruthless Productions and stuff, I did Skyrim, Watch Dogs, I just did things with other people. I was good at that, I could deal with that, but it was things, like, that got me good on my own, I think was the first season of Free Run for Justice, where I was kind of like, I can do this by myself, I've just got to have something to really focus on, and it can't be a main walkthrough, because I can't do walkthroughs on my own. And it's just, progressively, I'm getting better. To the point where now I feel really comfortable, and I think you gave me a massive compliment, and that to me meant a lot because I w- I'm a bit self-conscious of doing Let's plays by myself, not not really anymore, but I really was, and I think mm-hmm. it was my first dynamite plays Fallout 4. You said, hang on, I'm gonna get that right now because it, it actually, oh, I, was I like, remember, yeah, because I was actually aware that I didn't realize I found like a rhythm or like a, a style, if you will. You mm. said. Tiles Let's Plays are the best, you always make things seem so epic like you get immersed so we do as well. Well that's yeah. something small, but that was so nice for me because I've always been self conscious of Let's Plays on my own and doing revelations walkthrough finally I felt like I've played this game before, I'm happy to talk about it. I feel comfortable enough that I can do it. And all the free run for justice ones, like I fan my rhythm and these dynamite plays now that I can just instead of streaming because I can't figure out streaming because I'm retarded um, so now doing these every Saturday I just play a different game and I just do you know 10 to 20 minute videos of highlights of me playing and those have been fun and I think all the ones I put out are good like I can have a laugh and then yeah. I agree with, I agree with you When you said that, because I feel like I have found my style. You know, I just need to get... I get immersed in it and just kind of act like I'm in the game in a way. I don't know how I do it. It's just kind of, I found a style. And I finally feel comfortable doing it. But to me, it's only been the last 12 months that I've started getting there. You've been like that for a few years now, because you started earlier, you do it more often, and you're really great at it. I'm still improving every time I do it, and I've still got ways to go, I think. I think I can get better and better, but... That's something I've always struggled to do, and now I yeah. finally feel like I'm happy to do walkthroughs of games. Not new games necessarily, because I like to play them. I'm yeah. terrible at talking when I'm trying to concentrate, whereas I've mm. played what Revelations like ten times, Assassin's Creed one heaps of times. Like it's easy to talk over them because I can talk about what's so good about them, talk, explain the game and backstory and everything to people because I, I it's just muscle memory playing those games now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. It's yeah. I feel like I finally, finally found the, finally found the rhythm.
1: Yeah, that's good. Like I, uh, you're talking about the time of my plays thing. I just remembered I have a series that I never do, which is uh, lasers plays, and I started it. Oh, when I start. I mean, it started off as a series called uh, Sunday Fontage where <laughs> i do like a every Sunday, and it didn't ever come out on a fucking Sunday. But it was it'd be, it'd just be like I'd edit together a video. As me playing a random game just having fun and stuff and i think the first episode was oh, what was it was it saints row the third and then the second episode was red dead redemption then the third episode and those were in 2012 i think yeah then the third episode was 2014 and that was gta 5 and then i did yeah the, the other one was later in 2014 that was mirror's edge so i have only know four episodes of it but i really love those videos and i should do more mm-hmm. of them but they're fun
0: to do, I think. It's 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 something different, and it's it's not as much commitment when they're the shorter videos. Like some people love streaming and they want to watch hour long or three hour long videos. Some people love that, but there's other people that are just like, ten minutes. That's more than enough for me. Yeah, you know, it's one of the, it's just kind of meeting people in the middle, I guess. But it's just something different, I guess. It's one of those things. I've, I've enjoyed it, just being able to put. I don't have to commit to, like, I'm doing this game, covering this game on my channel now. It's like, no, I I love this game. I want to make videos on it, but I'll compromise because not many people may want to watch it, but I'll just make one video on it. I'm not going to make part one, part two, part three, part four, part five of Watch Dogs. I'm just going to make one. Here's a Watch Dogs video of me playing it um, and just doing side activities, stuff that anyone can sit down anytime. They don't need to know the story or they can just be like oh that's funny that's cool they don't even have to play the game and they can just enjoy people doing shit and funny shit yeah. and you say it's been fun I'm glad I did it and we I mean speaking of we've just done Kill connor Club plays oh yeah The Division Dark Zone not sure how it did because it got released 10 minutes ago but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but by by now when it's released we'll know it's it's obviously done amazingly as usual of course
1: of course it has
0: um that was hilarious to do. That was fun. I mean, the that Division was Beta was fun.
1: It was. It was good.
0: Now, I guess that's channel updates done, in a way. <laughs> that's... um.
1: <we> kind of <laughs> I didn't just, even me to do that. I don't know what happened there.
0: We just kind of gave... Well, we've caught up. We've caught up with each other. But we've just done... Because we're supposed to have... I mean, we've lost two guests for this podcast. This episode in particular. Like, we were supposed <sighs> to have... You,
1: Brett. Fuck um, you, pass him. Fuck w- you both. Y- <laughs> you both go to hell. <laughs>
0: hey, for sure, relax, eh?
1: No, no, I'm, I'm kidding.
0: Um, I mean, we're pre-recorded cool anyway. It's tough to schedule stuff. It would have been tough to figure all this out as is. Um, but yeah, we're supposed to have Hubi Central on. Uh, that fell through. That's okay. Then we're supposed to have Super Rebel on. Also fell through. That's okay. You know, sometimes it happens. Um, hopefully one day, we'll we'll get them all on. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe not. Obviously, Super coming on. I mean, for God's sakes, for the, re- sure. the return, the return is going to happen, no doubt about it. That that'll be amazing. I can't wait. Um, but I mean, it's just you and me, buddy, catching up. It's the. I mean,
1: it's been. We've had. Mm, wait, no. I was. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, no, I'm wrong. We had a guest last week, but we didn't the week before. The Week before was just us, right? Yeah.
0: The, the launch was just yeah. you and me. The 2016 launch, yeah. where we've had a lot of guests. At the end of 2015. So we're kind of going back to the original like we had. Obviously, Victoria, BPR, uh, Super Rebel, Luma, and then George. So I've had a lot yeah, of we guests. Had, we had...
1: Uh, and uh, Game and Sheep as well. We had Joe. Yeah, yeah. We had Joe <laughs> on a couple of times. And Jesus Christ.
0: That is an aggressive cough, George. Oh, snap your neck.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, but I th- I feel like last year, like towards the end anyways, Like I mean, we had a lot of guests, but also... We didn't do I mean I feel like this format that we've got here wasn't really a thing because we kind of were trying to get Joe on. So it was we were still kind of like transitioning from not having like to from having Joe to not having Joe because we kept trying to get him on whenever we did one. And I think there was only a couple which were like the guest ones where it was like okay we don't we won't we won't even ask Joe because he doesn't reply to us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean it was tough when we had him because he didn't know what was going on in Assassin's Creed. <laughs>
2: Um, so it's
0: tough to have him on every time as well. Whereas like when we had him on that last time, it was really fun because we got to catch yeah. him up on everything, and it was like us catching up with him, what he been doing, especially since he doesn't do YouTube. And now even he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing here because why <laughs> do you guys want me here? And we're like, but Joe, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's you,
0: but it's you. You're on the picture, not anymore. But
1: uh, <laughs> well. Wow.
0: The New Pictures of Bay, though. They're so good. Yeah, the New Pictures of Bay. I just just said Bay. I fucking hate that word. Why'd I say that? I spend too much time in this community where all I read is, that's Bay. I'm like, I fucking hate that word.
1: Oh, God. I hate hate the word if it's used in actual context, but the way we all use it... No. It's just fucking
0: stupid. It's a dumb word. I hate it full stop. Yeah. (laughs) God
1: damn. Uh, You know, I feel like I really miss live streaming. I'm... I'm really sad, like, I I just want it back, I want everything back to normal, I haven't live-streamed or made a video in such a long time, it's horrible.
0: Five days, calm down, but sure.
1: No, but that's a long time for <laughs> uh, me. No,
0: I know it is, I know, I'm joking, I'm joking, that's tough, especially since you have seven channels. <laughs> um, <laughs> seven channels. <laughs> I, I wish that was an exaggeration, <laughs> but it's just not, it's just not an exaggeration. Oh, whatsoever. That's brilliant. And we were just on also the uh Animus Island podcast finally. The other Assassin's Creed podcast that's not your um um Loomers and ours. Yeah. That was
1: uh
0: that was good fun. Not as yeah. not as long as I expected, because uh, it's just you and me usually talk forever, but I think we were literally dead. We were so exhausted
1: yeah, we'd done so much that weekend. It was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that was a crazy, like, crazy no, one.
1: Just don't, just don't have it in me.
0: Non-stop. I mean, I'll, yeah, both of us non-stop making videos, trying to organise our podcast we were doing, which is, you know, three hours long, and all these other videos for the rest of the week, and you're setting up, like, renovations, and I was, I was working on the weekend and doing... YouTube as well, and we—that's when we recorded the division. But like, it was a fucking crazy weekend. My that
1: God. was a lot of stuff, yeah.
0: And we, f- and when we sat down, I was like, "This will be like two hours," but you yeah, know, half an hour. It was good. It was a good time. Yeah. And it was nice to see the, how that format works because I hadn't—I'd listened to like a bits and pieces of them, but I hadn't seen it all in effect. Now it would work.
1: Yeah. But,
0: but it just goes to show how good uh, our, our community is in particular, not just Assassin's Creed, but our one, the Kill Connor Club community, because they all went over and sent love to um, Aftermath and that podcast. Hell yeah.
1: It was good.
0: What, that's why I love everyone. Everyone. Everyone in the world. <laughs> everyone. N- no one's off limits. Oh you can't God. escape the love.
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah.
0: So... But speaking of that podcast, we talked about something, and this was the first time I've heard about it, and then this has been a huge topic of discussion between you and I, and Ethan, for the last week.
1: Oh, I know what you're
0: talking about. Fine Bros. (laughs) I didn't even know what that was, and for those who don't know, do you want to explain, James, what this debacle with (laughs) the Fine Brothers are? And who are the Fine Brothers?
1: Okay, so the Fine Brothers are YouTubers. They do a series i mean like if you like you you even if you don't know them you probably know of their series possibly uh they do they do a bunch of series like called react so they do like kids react to different youtube stuff and technology and games and stuff Uh, elders react teens react youtubers react all these react series right um and essentially what they did the other day is i mean they copyrighted the term Uh, react along with a bunch of other things like kids react teens react i mean i think that's fair enough because that's their series um however they copyrighted the term react and also uh, another one they did was um try not to smile or laugh they copyrighted that phrase but that doesn't even belong to them like that's not even like a them thing like i didn't know that one they've never uploaded a video with that like what what is that why have they copyrighted that i don't even know um, so that's a thing, and basically what happened is it got out. Everyone knew about it. Uh, they announced this thing called React World, where it's like, oh, now we've copyrighted it. So if you make a React video that's not through us legally, then we are going to take your video down, or we're going to like give it match third-party content so that we can get loads of money from it and stuff. So if you want to make a React video, then it has to go through us. But it was um, also not. It, got...
0: it didn't just mean React to anything video. Like it was them talking about their format of React, which is still.
2: How do you own that? You weren't the first
0: people to do it, but it wasn't specifically, you know, as huge as react to this ending of a game, or it wasn't just any react video. It was the way they format their videos.
1: Yeah, but that's what they said. However, they were taking down videos that had react in the title, like any video. They were like, that's where that's where everything came from because loads of videos being taken down. Yeah, plus that. Then that got a load of hate and they started losing subscribers rapidly and then they made another video updating everything
2: but the entire thing was
1: this like horrible like condescending video where they were just like you're all fucking idiots why would you think that we're wrong and all this and like like rolling their eyes and just like it was ridiculous and they just made everything worse and it got hundreds of thousands of dislikes um and they just started losing loads of subscribers I think I think they're still losing now however not as fast they were before and i think they lost in total um i mean over the first two days i think they lost two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers so i don't know how many they've lost by this point but it was ridiculous and everyone like lost their shit about it and it was it was crazy but it was hilarious as well
0: they've deleted all of their they videos have, about yeah. it i didn't realize that because i was going to check because i got yeah. a lot millions of views and a billion fucking dislikes
1: yeah. See, at this point, they've they've deleted those videos. They've discontinued the React World idea. They've given back the copyright, so they now don't own any of the phrases they said they owned. And they've, they've like,
0: lost h- over half yeah. a million subscribers.
1: So there we go. That's what they've achieved through this. They're back at the start, but with uh, half a million subscribers less.
0: So it's just a big backward step for them in a way. But yeah. they still got what's really making the money. It's views, and they got a lot more views than usual, though.
1: They did, but then they took down the videos.
0: They're still making money, don't they, from that? They still make money from that. I don't know, right? do they? Yeah, plus, their money videos money? that... If you look at the videos that came out around it, got lots more views than usual, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. But so, they also got a hell of a lot of dislikes. Like, did you see, like, they released a video after they But dislikes isn't going
0: to give them less money.
1: Yeah, I know, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Like, it got, like, something like 200,000 dislikes. And it was ridiculous. They don't even get that many likes. Like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, that's true. I'll say every video they probably put out now still gets more dislikes even though it's like an actual reacting video yeah and that's they finally fixed that because when it was still mid that happening when we we're on the um animus island podcast that was all going on and you guys were explaining it to me i'm like wait what and they yeah. finally discontinued that And ethan streamed on a fishy jokester I mean, originally,
1: that, that channel was just... It was just some channel he had, like, a random alt that was just called Unknown Unknown. But once the, the stream that he did started getting hundreds and hundreds of viewers, he just changed the name to Fishy Jokester, and that channel is currently almost on 2,000 subscribers, I think. Jesus Which is ridiculous. God. It started and off on about the stream got
0: well, The stream has 350,000 views. It had Jesus. over 2,000 people watching live at one point... Um, to that stream, like it was fucking ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. We were talking, to Ethan, like this is crazy. Has over t- eleven thousand likes, three hundred fifty thousand views, and it was just him streaming. The subscribe subscriber count going down with a bunch of crazy gifts on it. And people it was were amazing,
1: it. and he didn't. He doesn't have that channel monetized or anything, so he made absolutely no money from that. But he would have made a lot if he had. I what? mean, a decent amount. One stream like that. And it kills me inside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Classic
1: James crying over know. that money. <laughs> but he like and then that gained his main channel so many views because he started that stream and he had about two thousand two hundred subscribers on his main channel. And after the streams, I think he was on like two thousand seven hundred or something. I'm not sure what he's on now, but
0: he gained yeah, four hundred subs. Over four hundred subs uh, from that from that stream is crazy. I couldn't believe it. Like he he struck gold in a way. Like how he was the like there heaps of those streams going on, but his was just probably the most viewed one.
1: It's because it was the the crazy one with all those gifts and everything. Plus he actually interacted with the people as well.
0: Yeah, he. I mean, if you think he went viral, Ethan went viral. He did. That's that's easily viral. Fifty thousand views is is in some ways used to be considered viral. Three hundred fifty thousand views, fuck yeah, that's a viral video, especially in twenty four what twenty four hours, forty eight hours. That's what you call a viral fucking video, and Ethan did it. I expected nothing less from the ultimate (laughs) troll.
1: If it was going to be one of us, it was going to be Ethan.
0: It had to be. The ultimate troll gets the ultimate YouTube hack. (laughs) Classic Ethan. Classic Ethan. That was hilarious. My God. So, it is uh, Valentine's Day, technically, I guess. Um. what What are your What are your plans, or are they su- a surprise, secret plans?
1: I don't have any plans.
0: You have no plans. No. Are you seeing Elva? Yeah. You're seeing Elva, but you you, you yep. have no plans on Valentine's no. Day. No. You're a horrible boyfriend.
1: Uh, Deadpool.
0: Yeah, that's. So you... <laughs> Deadpool. High five. <laughs> so I'm guessing that was your choice of a film as well. <clears throat> no, actually.
1: Not necessarily.
0: What does that mean? I not mean,
1: necessarily. Well, I mean, I mean, not entirely.
0: Not entirely, okay. Not entirely. Okay. It was mostly like 99% you. No, I'd say, I'd say more of a 50 uh, 50? Bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but those that, that, are your plans. Come on, Jay.
1: Oh, no, fantastic! Don't worry about
0: it. You've got something else planned. No, nah, don't
1: worry. I got this. I got, got this in the bag.
0: You've got this in the bag. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Oh,
1: I hope so too.
0: Um. And unfortunately, I can't. I can't be there for a Valentine's Day date this year in London. Unfortunately, it's, yeah, not, it's happening not happening this right. year. Sadly, um, the uh, quote-unquote hashtag London Love, uh, as as Victoria Atkin would would call it. Um, but one day it'll happen but at least we're podcasting on Valentine's Day not really on Valentine's Day but it's out then this is when don't it's out
1: that. I swear it's actually it's actually live um
0: <laughs> it's
1: actually live about? yes i just got poked on facebook i didn't even know that was a thing anymore who the fuck poked me on facebook do you get
0: notifications from pokes
1: apparently or- it says it says you have two pokes i've clicked it and it's like i don't know what it's telling me to do it's like, why am i doing this why am i do stop it stop stop fuck off
0: I don't think I even know where pokes would appear if I'd been poked.
1: I don't even have them. Like, its I mean, the notifications, there's no pokes. I don't know what it's doing. Why are you lying to me, Facebook? (sighs) Fuck off.
0: What is wrong with you?
1: (laughs) Okay, sorry. I got excited about the pokes, then I realized I didn't have any, and got extremely
0: disappointed. (coughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well... That's so you're Deadpooling on uh, Valentine's Day. For right, sure, nice romantic date.
1: Seven hundred percent.
0: Well, I, I get to um I get to have a great Valentine's Day this year actually. Okay. Um I'm, I'll be uh working and um, yep. Yeah. Oh damn! I'm That's jealous. it. That's
1: it.
0: <laughs> that will oh. be that.
1: I am I I I'm disappointed now because I really want to do that.
0: So I'll be on the. On the, uh... The Tinders, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> like I am right now. Swiping. Oh, what, Tyler. That's alright. I'm, I'm... 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 I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sorority. Sorority. Not really at all. Uh, I fucking well, love myself. I'm gonna take myself out to dinner. I'm gonna treat myself... With something nice... <laughs> Be fucking awesome. <laughs> My one true love, myself.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, well.
0: Until the day I arrive in London. Until and then. Day. And then we have gets romance
1: beyond anyone's yep. anyone's wildest dreams. And
0: Elva will be the third wheel, and she can uh, take some photos. <laughs>
1: Victoria really doesn't know what she's created here.
0: She has no idea. Like the day it happens, we'll message her and she would have forgotten about it. It's like, who the fuck are these guys? Why are they tweeting me this? I don't care about this. And we're all like, she'll love this. She'll fucking love it. She's like, I we'll, no get,
1: we'll do a podcast and we'll get everyone to go send her pictures and hashtag London love.
0: Hashtag Kill Club Hashtag London love. Hashtag look she's thinking, Oh did. my
1: god, my my book's gone viral. It's like no, it has a different meaning.
0: <laughs> you did this. You did this to us!
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's going to be great, though. That's going to be hilarious. Now, I, I want to bring another topic up to you. Um, okay. So, dreams.
1: Okay.
0: I'm not talking about aspirations. I'm talking about actual just dreaming when you sleep. Okay. The thing you do when you sleep. Now, yeah. I had some weird thing happen to me this week. It's not often, Ooh. you know how you you know how you know these pe- those people that like really care about dreams and they like tell you mean that dream means something. I'm like, please, you need therapy. <laughs> like, it's a dream. But yeah, I think so. In some ways, like your subconscious t- can tell you things. Like I believe that, but not like it, you can't predict the future or anything. But it can tell you things of kind of how you're feeling or what you're thinking about a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I don't know if it's exactly like super mysterious things, but there can be some meanings. But I'd never had a real experience that I really cared about dreams that I was like thinking about it a lot and wondering Mm -hmm. what the hell was that. I had a really crazy dream this week that I was at the top of a skyscraper like top couple. Well,
1: what skyscraper? What? Where was it? So it's
0: called the Eureka Tower. It's the biggest building in the Southern Hemisphere. It's uh, in Melbourne, okay. so it's in the place I live. Uh, I've been up at heaps of times. You can like go up to the top in the in the sky deck. But you okay. know when you dream and you're in a place and it looks nothing like that place but you're like in your head but it's this, like school. It doesn't look like school but it's school. You know in your head yeah. you tell yourself it's that. So it was supposed yeah. to be the Eureka Tower and it was supposed to be <laughs> Melbourne. It looked nothing like the city I live in. It looked nothing like the tower but just in what my did it look head. it like though? Just a building. Generic building in a generic weird city. But in my head okay. I'm like this, uh, you know. Oh, so I'm just uh, this, this building. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's weird. It's yeah. hard to explain. Uh, and... I I was at the top, things were happening, I was up there for some sort of business thing. I'm like, well, I don't, you know, nothing to do with what I do, so, <laughs> but there's a whole bunch of people I didn't know, and for some reason, the tower started swaying, okay. and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I kept asking people, what's going on down, what's going on down the bottom? Is something happening? And then the tower falls over, like it tips. Oh no. And I was so in the zone of the dream that I believed it was happening. Like, I was freaking the fuck out. And I discovered what I'd do if that had happened to me. There's okay. no final... It turns out there's no final words from me. I literally just stand there in shock. Mouth open like, um, what? And that's it. And then I just... the ta- I, I stand there <laughs> as the tower falls.
1: Oh, jeez. And I
0: just fell over. I didn't die. and then all, And I just kept reliving it trying to but each time I relived it I was trying to figure out a way to not die. Okay. Like so I I'd, I'd fall and it would and it would I guess kill me, but then I'm then I'm it, it's I'm up there again and I'm like okay, let's try this again. And I try to figure out a way okay. to survive it until I woke up, but it really fucked me up strangely. I don't know why. And I actually okay. was looking up and googling dream meanings. I felt horrible doing it, but I did it. <laughs> It was bizarre. Like it was such a weird thing that the dream affected me that much that the whole day I was thinking about it. That I had, to, I found myself googling like, "What does that mean? Collapsing buildings, mm. and why did it freak me?" I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had a dream that affects you more than you anticipate, or that kind of leaves you thinking about it for a while?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe. But I can't think. Mm, I don't know. I feel like there has been, but I can't remember. I'm not, I'm not entirely eventually sure. i remember it all of a sudden. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird.
0: Like eventually you'll forget. Like I have dreams that I remember since I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, I had them because they fucked me up.
1: Yeah. All Ooh. nightmares.
0: All nightmares though.
1: I have one. Yeah. This is weird, though. This is weird, though. Because it's not even normal. But when I was younger, it terrified me. And I, like, I just always remember it because it was so scary. But, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, but it was at the time. So, it was, it was, I was, at, like, th- this is the dream. I was, I was with my mum. And we went to a friend's house or something. And we were in a house. And she, for some reason, she had, like, a big container outside. Like, a storage container crate thing and it was like full of garden gnomes for some reason
0: or something (laughs) yeah
1: and then they attacked me
0: they attacked you
1: they came to life and they attacked me and that was it that was the dream but it terrified me it was like the worst thing ever
0: is have you ever had a dream that you like is in that sense that you you have more than once Like, cause I, sometimes I used as a kid think I'd dreamt it before, but then as I got older, I started to think, and I don't know if this is the case, but I've, I realized that I dreamed similar dreams more than once, but it's always the same night. Like I realized, hang on, it's not that I dreamt that before it was that I've dreamt I had different versions of the same dream that one night.
1: Yeah. I think that, I think it was that dream. I think I, I think I feel like I've had that several times, but I don't think I have. Like
0: you think it was that one time, but you kind of almost relived it like I was talking about yeah, the older I've I think got, that's
1: probably what happened.
0: I've figured out dreams more. The older I've gotten, like, I that's a weird way to put it. Figured out dreams. It's more like <laughs> I've, I'm able to interpret the dreams and remember them and break them down. If I'm more vivid, sometimes I'll not remember mm. anything, but if I do remember it, I remember it quite vividly. It's and yeah. I can figure out why and what I was dreaming about or whatever. Like, it's never just. Like I said, when I was a kid, I was like, I've dreamed that before, but now I can when i I can't prove I don't remember back then whether I had or I hadn't dreamed it before, but now I don't feel like I ever dream anything twice. I just dream it different versions of it in the same night, and yeah. there are weird ones, like there was the movie, you ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Nah,
1: not really.
0: So it's this old, old movie about a car that flies, and these there's they go to this fucking magic land. And Sounds on acid. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, okay. And there's no kids allowed in this place in the city. Like there's no okay. no one has kids, and no and there's no kids exist in this place. <clears throat> well, in
1: that case, the city's gonna die out pretty. And quickly.
0: everyone hates kids. They're like vermin or something. And the king okay. and queen get rid of kids. And there's this fucking pedophile-looking dude that has a long pointy nose, hunches over and and finds kids and catches them in a net. Okay. And they hear about these kids, so he drives around a fake ice cream truck to lure them out and catch them. Oh my god, what the fuck? And that's in the movie. That (laughs) fucked me up when I was... I watched that in school in the second grade. That (laughs) fucked me up. That movie. Do you know how scared I was? Forever, as growing so up, that
1: was terrifying.
0: That was so terrifying. But it's a kids movie. It's not an adult. It's a kids movie. We watched it in the second grade at school. We watched it, and I and I had nightmares for weeks about it. This guy, and I remember and I remember the stream so vividly. And it's weird that to say vividly because I went to a lot of elementary schools or primary schools
2: mm-hmm.
0: as a kid. Like I went to three because I moved around a bit, and I spent. The last primary school I was at, I ended up spending the, like, you know, grades... Fuck. I don't know, three to seven in um, mm-hmm. before high school. Whereas, this happened in the second grade. I was only there for a okay. year or two. A year? Yeah, it was probably like a year and a half. And, uh... Mm-hmm. I remember so vividly. But I remember the fact that all the kids at my school were there. And I can still... Re- it's the only way I think I remember the kids I went to school with is from that dream. <laughs> back then. That's how... That's the Jesus. weird part. Because they were all in it and I remember having it was the first time I remember having like because you have I don't know I think it's five dreams a night and two nightmares a night like that's like how people's brains work
2: Okay.
0: Um. on the on average like that's kind of people always have nightmares and dreams and there's so many you have so many I, it was the first time I remember having a bunch of dreams and I couldn't wake up all I wanted to do is wake up and I kept dreaming of this chitty chitty bang bang pedophile looking guy and <laughs> my mum was with me and we're walking into the shop like it's kind of weird because I can't remember being a kid, but when I remember this dream, I'm sh- wait, you know, I'm this kid. I think I'm holding my mum's hand, and she's taller than yeah. me. When now I'm like double the height of my mother, so it's weird to think and be able to put myself in perspective of that age.
2: Yeah.
0: And I remember going in the shop, and he's out the front like a security guard watching me. Oh God! And like all of a sudden, all the shopkeepers turn into him.
2: <laughs>
0: what the like fuck? and. We all try to run out, and he chases me. And all my school friends are around for some reason in school uniform, like in this town. And we're all running. And the whole dream is a series of events of us trying to hide from getting captured. And I'm on my own, trying to jump fences. And for some reason, there's like, it's like a video game almost. Like, there's houses that, like, people would like it's like having a faction in Fallout you'd get to them and the, like this is the or in Skyrim, like these are the Dark Brotherhood or it was more like I jumped a fence got in a house and I'm like this is my brother's place I'm Like my brother was two years older than me he was eight or nine <laughs> you know what I mean like this is my dad's this is one of my teacher's house like it was just kind of like you try. I had to get between them to stay away mm-hmm. from getting kidnapped that's a okay. dream that fucked me up as a kid and that's Jesus. what I, I remember so well even now and this is another one I had this week. It was weird. Like, it's weird having those dreams that they mess with you and you try to understand them and they're so real that, that you remember them and it freaks you out. Like, I remember the next morning waking up and asking, was I awake? Heaps of times because I was so scared. Because I kept dreaming I woke up and I wasn't awake. That's that that's weird. Fucking weird. Is, is that... another weird one? Like, that's not a thing you do?
1: I don't know. I... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well,
0: the no I can't one, think obviously. of any
1: times that that's happened. But I think it, it feels normal. But I don't.
0: It doesn't. I don't, I don't sound crazy, but I'm crazy. No, no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Precise. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. no, nah, Yeah.
0: no. Nah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I don't. Yeah. Fuck.
2: Yeah.
0: It was cool. weird. It was just a weird dream. I don't know.
1: Maybe it means
0: no. I don't know. I was well, gonna su- give.
1: I was gonna give it a shot then.
0: Supposedly, when a building collapse. Going back to that dream, a building collapsing has something to do with terrorism. No, might um, be why it freaked me out so much though. Um, <laughs> has something. With, supposedly, a building like all these websites are read. Like it sounds ridiculous. Like a building is like yourself. Represents yourself. But yourself. you falling off yourself. And it collapsing is. An ambition of yours or some stuff changing something's ending in your life like fully ending and changing completely okay and depending on what level of the building you're on is what kind of thing it is whether it's a personal issue that you keep deep inside that's the lower levels or it's kind of like an ambition you have that's the higher levels
1: are you trying to tell me Kill Connor Club is over, Tyler? Is that what this is? Not is this at a all. Metaphor? No, to break no, it to no. me easily.
0: <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's other. It's among other things. Like, it, I, when I read it, I was like, I kind of get that. There's nothing to do with YouTube, though. It's more personal stuff that I'm kind of, Thank you know. Fuck for that. Obviously, it's... James, my dreams told me that Kill Connor Club has to end. <laughs> uh, the, the the Lord speaks to me. And,
1: I, uh, I I get that all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean it happens man it's just got to you it's just got to happen i'm sorry man um, but yeah it's over it's done <laughs> until right now we keep going but <laughs> well, that was a weird okay. tangent i didn't expect yeah. that to talk about that that long dreaming but i i would like to know people tell me is that normal i want to know whether that's a normal thing that happens sounds like a normal thing to me it I, it kind of does to me too, but just in case, people leave in the comments. Is that normal? Have you had dreams that have fucked you up, and you remember them years, years and years later?
1: I have a bunch like that. I remember one time, you know, um, the dinosaur from Toy Story.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was attacking my town, like, but it was massive.
0: You have the weirdest dreams of, 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 this of, of objects of and toys. <laughs> Attacking you That's
1: weird Maybe that's a thing Like I I remember one time Oh this was weird Nice. was I haven't explained this one Because it was so It's I don't remember it properly But I was in a shop And I was with my mum And we were looking at like this Was it jewellery? I don't know whether it was jewellery It was something shiny anyways And I remember I touched it And there was (laughs) Oh my god What the fuck Like I teleported To like a street near my house and I think, like, Emma Watson was there. I don't remember. That's it was a good weird. dream.
0: Was she in your bed?
1: <laughs> Unfortunately not. Unfortunately. I mean, I was six, so I don't know what I would have done in that Wet situation. Wet your pants? <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, though. It was weird. It's something to do with a butterfly as well. I don't remember it too much.
0: Oh, that's so strange. That's so weird. Those are weird ones, but, like, it makes sense. Like, I'm sure I've had similar ones of weird, you know, just objects and toys coming to life and assaulting yeah. me. It
1: was fucked up.
0: It reminds me we had a phase it was one of the Tyler's tales was when I I was had sleep paralysis. Yeah. But then I looked up what sleep paralysis was like I had did have it but it wasn't the normal sleep paralysis of Yeah, you said. And it became a thing you and I talking privately back and forth watching YouTube videos on sleep paralysis. Because <laughs> supposedly sleep paralysis commonly happens that people have visions and hallucinations of demons raping them. Yeah. and Or like touching them or they can feel breathing or hear talking or they can see some black figure like oh fuck it's giving me goosebumps. You can Google it or watch it on YouTube people talking about those stories and it's common. Like there's common figures that people see all the time. Like it's not one person sees this figure all the time. It's like a hundred people see the same person all the time. Like there's different um, myths of sleep paralysis of like the old woman that does this to you or the skeleton that does this. Like people have the similar hallucinations all the time. Like there's heaps of common ones. I'm sure there's plenty of unique ones as well. But I didn't have any of that. Like I just kind of couldn't move. I just couldn't move. Whereas in... this, You're one, fucking lucky. Well, yeah, in the common one is you can't move and you have hallucinations. So you can't do anything when you see these people there touching you. And people feel like it's real. Like, they talk about being raped and molested by, like, a demon. And and one, like, and you and I were talking about it. And we got fucking goosebumps. Do you remember some of them?
1: Yeah, that was weird. Remember the one, uh, it was, like, some woman or something. And, like, she was, like, laying on her side and she could hear movement behind her. And then, like, something, like, got into bed behind her and, like, put put that arm, like, on her. And then, like, whispered in her ear, like, you're not ready yet. And then got up and walked off.
2: Oh,
0: I was like, what the fuck, man? Oh, God. That, Jesus. That stuff freaked me out. Because right, at first I'm like, sleep paralysis is no big deal. Even when I had it, I was going, oh, I don't, this is just sleep paralysis. I just need to go back to sleep. I'll be all right. Could you imagine if I stayed awake and tried to, like, and I freaked out? Oh, um, Jesus. Oh, my God oh it could be much worse because
1: you didn't even know like you said to me like you didn't know that was a thing
0: did not know that was a thing that so would have been even
1: worse like you wouldn't even know you'd be like wait what the fuck like oh, oh no oh dude
0: oh, oh god I'm gonna cry I don't, <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to think about it oh god but I mean
1: I mean you like when you had it like you knew you were like okay right sleep paralysis like if you'd have known about the hallucination shit and had sleep paralysis Do you think you would have known Like oh, okay I got sleep paralysis And then would you be consciously aware Like okay this isn't real So like Because I know about this Or like Like would it be like a dream Where when you're in a dream It feels real So like that kind of it,
0: Well supposedly it feels real As anything As being awake And on a sleep paralysis To me I was awake That's what I suspected I don't know I just couldn't move my body
2: Hmm.
0: Um. I thought I was awake Maybe I don't know I don't even know anymore because it was a year and a half ago and I didn't think about that hallucinating at the time whereas now I'm like what was I what happened you know whereas people talk about they can feel the presence happening and they they can move their eyes and they try to look around and they hear things and see things and it's oh god it's giving me goosebumps like it's spine tingling stuff you can watch on YouTube hear people talk about it and it's the scariest fucking shit ever it's so freaky my God. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Well, on to something a bit more fun. Okay. We've got a Q and a segment this time <laughs> because we don't yeah. have the, the live audience interaction, so I ask people to leave questions, and uh, we have questions. Um, oh, yeah. Do you want to go through them, James, and, and pick and ask the ones?
1: I can do. I can do. Um, we've got one that I'm... I mean, I think I know the answer to, but I'm—I I think we should ask anyway. Uh, Nicholas Nets said, "Whatever happened to Ruthless Productions?"
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, for those who don't know, Ruthless Productions was my only ever second channel. That's not true, but a second channel I had. Where I—I I mean, I haven't actually ever told this story before, uh, and it's kind of a fitting story that it's on the Kill Connor Club because the Kill Connor Club plays into it. I started at mid 2014, probably around June, July. I'd been planning it all year. I, I took a gap year from between high school and university, and I wanted to stop doing AC videos. I wanted to just have a channel where I could talk about movies, TV shows, and video games, and play games, and do podcasts just with my mates Corey and Joel. So we started a channel together. It was mainly me, but like they were always there to do. You know, we do gameplay videos together. I had a series where. I did Skyrim videos with Corey. I was doing watchdog videos with Joel. We did a podcast together and then, you know, I, I did sometimes reviews on things. You like it was I had such a huge schedule planned. It was a huge undertaking. It was just gonna be I was I was gonna and I've never said this, I don't think, that I was going to stop doing videos on this channel on, on Tidamite. Oh shit. Um that was the plan. And I was gonna do Ruthless Productions full-time because I was like, I was just done with Titanomite. Over the time it was AC Follower. I was just done with it. I hate... It's partly the name because it restricted me so much
2: yeah.
0: that I was just... Done, I was just I can't... I don't care if I have 10 subscribers on Ruthless. I'd rather do that than just talk about Assassin's Creed anymore. That's what I was at at that point. It was before Uni yeah. came out. I was so just... It was after Assassin's Creed 3... And then Black Flag had come out, which was a great game, but it didn't tide me over Assassin's Creed-wise. I still felt like hadn't played an Assassin's Creed game since Revelations. So it was tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just a tough time for me making videos. I really wanted to do other things. Then then in August, James asked me to do a live stream with him, and that changed everything. I think everything. it's
1: more you. It's more you. You were like, you like, we should collab, guys.
0: Was it, was, it me, it was,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely you. Because I remember, because I was like, yeah okay I love that like I would never ask other people to do something because I, I just don't I'm, I can't be bothered so I'm like I'm, I'm, I would never be like hey we should do a video together because I just I just know I wouldn't be bothered to do that and I feel like it was you like hey like we're all like at the same level we should do something together or something and I was like okay so then once you said that then I was like okay live stream I'm a pusher <laughs>
0: exactly. I'm a pusher I push things on people when I want something <laughs> I'm, I'll just nag them until it happens the, the podcast is built off me nagging James. James, Uh oh, what Tyler? What the fuck do you want now? Podcast? Like that's this podcast. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I guess okay, I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it was this podcast that changed everything. It was because I, it. I think the thing was I hadn't had fun making YouTube videos on AC Follower in a long time. I've yeah. had a month, I think I went a month without doing a video in one stage mid-year, and then I was doing Ruthless, and I said, I'll, I'll, I was telling people, come over to Ruthless Productions, really cool, I'll still do video, I'm still doing videos in this though, when I was more like, get everyone over there, and then fuck off, AC follower kind of thing. Yeah. And then the live stream happened, and I had more fun than I've ever had on YouTube, and, I, and it was about oh, Assassin's yeah. Creed again, so it just kind of rejuvenated me in a way. And it was the yeah. first time I started to get involved in uh, with other channels like you and Joe, and really have mm. that community. So I, uh, I don't know; it changed everything, man. This podcast changed everything for me. And well, then, thank fuck. Yeah, my god, I know, right? And I was a, and I kind of Production didn't last that long because I also realised I was moving the next year. Like, because that kind of became a big thing that I was going to move. So then I couldn't do videos with Joel. And Corey anymore, so yeah. kind of that kind of killed the ambition a bit. So we we kind of slowed down and then just completely stopped. And then Google Plus had kind of come in at, at, at around that year. So I ended up thinking, you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna change the channel name to Tiny And that happened. I ended Ruthless Production. Or I just kind of stopped making videos. I thought I'd keep going. It just didn't happen. I knew I was gonna move. And then Tynamont happened, I realized I could make whatever I wanted, and my god, you know, the rest is history. The Kill Connor Club becomes a thing, and it saved the channel. Yeah. So, and I mean, even now, Tynamont Plays, that Watchdogs episode I put out, was from Ruthless Productions. I have brought several videos over from Ruthless Productions. I did early 2015, 2015, excuse me, uh, Battlefield 4 videos with Joel. Those are all in Ruthless Productions. I was, they're hilarious. There's so many good videos on that channel that never got watched. So I can just bring them over to this channel. And people are like, that's awesome. I'm like, well, you, it's been around for two years now. But it gives people a better chance to see things. Some things will never come across. yeah. And I'll eventually, once I have everything I want over, I'll delete the channel. Ooh. Because what's the point of having it there? Like, all the videos oh, I like. I'll make mean, it could liked... be there
1: as like a little, you know, like a little archive and Maybe. stuff. It's just there. You know, like, it's like a dead like old abandoned house.
0: Yeah, maybe. Just, I don't know.
1: Just leave it there to just gather dust in the corner.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um I mean it was, it was such a great idea. I I I loved the concept behind it. I wish I could have done it, but I think I'm happy with how everything turned out. I'm happy that I got to change this channel name and I've said it was the best decision I ever made moving it to Tottenhamer yeah. now. Look where we are now. I get to do all the fun Scream. stuff I want to do, it and I st- and I love doing YouTube more now than I ever have. So yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. That's good. That is good. Um, n- n- what's another question?
1: Um, there's one here that I was looking at from Hipstone Jamie, who asked, "What's your favorite piece of music from an Assassin's Creed game?" And he said his his favorite would be an unsubtle approach from Revelations, which I have I don't even know what that is.
0: That's a good one. That's like the main. Uh, 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 oh, I'm not gonna try this. I was gonna. Is it? it? I
1: thought yeah. that was called Road to Masyaf
0: No, that's um, that's the long one. an um, approach is about 50 seconds long. It's um.
1: Oh, I know which one you mean. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, the one that plays at the end of the multiplayer, and when at the end of sequence six, when Ezio jumps in the boat, and he goes sorry for the delay.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's yes, that is beautiful. I love that music.
0: What's yours, James? What's your favourite piece of music?
1: I'm trying to find it. So you go, say yours, and I'm going to try and find the name of mine
0: <laughs> real um, quick. Mine is Ezio's Family, and it's not even close. That original piece of Ezio's Family. And I was, I've said it before how important I think soundtrack is to games, how much it can add to a game. It did a lot for Syndicate for me. That soundtrack is freaking beautiful. And I think the first time I said oh my god yeah. I got goosebumps. it was the first time I ever got goosebumps playing Assassin's Creed was at the start I played Assassin's Creed 1 no goosebumps it was just a fun game it was right at the start of Assassin's Creed 2 I played the first one that didn't do all that you know it didn't change my life you know 20 minutes into Assassin's Creed 2 I have chills chills when I heard Ezio's Family for the first time in that opener that was yeah. amazing and it still gives me chills it's easily e- not even close that's my favourite piece of music there's some great ones but that to me is easily the best
1: yeah i think i think i would either go th- oh, i can feel a fucking breeze Why well, i can feel a breeze my windows will shut um anyways <laughs> um i think i think either Ezio's family which is amazing um or i like um labored and lost from revelations which is the music that That's plays nice when uh, like the, you get the first Civ cutscene of the first Civ being destroyed and everything. And they, they did like a little, um,
2: the I suppose, like a...
1: Yeah, they did like a little remake of that song for Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. They kind of took the track and changed it a little bit for some of the first Civ segments of uh, India. And I really liked that, that it was in the game. I was like, that's that's cool, I like that piece of music. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked that. Whenever they played that in Revelations or when it came up in AC3, I, li- I like Label and Lost it's a good it's a good track
0: it just music that you love makes things better when they bring it into future installments and I and yeah. like because I don't you can't do it The sa- you can't just bring NCS Family into the new games because it fits the setting it's a setting based song and piece of music like it worked again in Brotherhood I think it easily could have worked in Revelations so they didn't do it um, but they also had a different composer for quite a bit of it yeah. they still had uh, Yes We Kid but they also had Lawn Buff? buff? Lawn Ball? Oh, lawn Ball? Um,
1: Something like that.
0: La- lawn, bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> lawn
1: Ball. Lawn yeah, Ball.
0: I think. Yes, uh, that's who it
1: was, for sure.
0: <laughs> I think, but I like that they've done variants of the Etsier's family in Rogue and in Syndicate.
1: It was in Unity as well.
0: No, it wasn't when was it in unity
1: yeah it was in unity it was in the unity main theme it's like a, a bit it's in the background it's like does the normal like just that annoying noise that the Unity one does sure and then it does you can hear in the background like the um the whole like it does that like kind of rises and then oh, falls into another yeah, shoot okay that's like,
0: a bit that's tough that's like an easter egg almost like that's all straight right. in your face, this is just this version of Ezio's Family, like the Rogue theme is yeah.
1: more... Yeah, Rogue definitely, and Syndicate definitely as well. They also put it in uh, China, Chronicles China. Yeah,
0: I did hear that. But, and to and... me, I like yeah, I those variants, anything. but to me, easily, Ezio's Family, the original one, fucks yeah, and shits on all of them, though.
1: Yeah, I also like Venice Rooftops, which sounded like Ezio's Family, but it was more like an action, fast-paced version of it. Yeah, and it had a different piece of music kind of overlaid with it as well, but it sounded really cool.
0: God, how good was Assassin's Creed Two and Blackwood Assassin's
1: Creed Two was fantastic. Oh, I love the music from AC Two. It's the one where you're just in Florence, just the normal like free Roman Florence oh, music. Oh my god, oh, I love goosebumps. that soundtrack. It's so good. You
0: know a game's good when just generic, you know, music that you just walk around to is gives you goosebumps. <laughs> my god, that's a soundtrack in a half. It's art.
1: amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like the one from Constantinople in Revelations.
0: Those are beautiful.
1: That is so good. What's your um, uh,
0: favourite soundtrack? Not just piece of music, but speaking of, what's your favourite soundtrack from a game of Assassin's Creed? Like overall overall soundtrack? soundtrack Because mine is Revelations. Because I think not only are the main themes the best, but the walk-around songs, and they change in each sequence, has like a theme song when you just walk around, and they give me goosebumps.
1: The-, the one that I like—the one that's like—it makes a—it's like a weird like noise. It sounds like someone's got like a string from a guitar and they're kind of like pulling it apart, and it kind of just sounds like like it's a weird, really weird noise to make. <laughs> but it sounds beautiful when you're just walking around Constantinople. Oh,
0: there's so many good ones, isn't it? You liked the Assassin's Creed Three a lot,
1: didn't you? I, I liked the no, I didn't like the main theme. That was the only thing I liked. The rest of it was shit.
0: Oh, see, I hated the main theme. I hate the main theme of Assassin's Creed Three. <laughs> Like, but that's I probably
1: guess it's because you, of how what AC3 is like. Yeah,
0: you hate Unity's.
1: I hate it so much. But it's because it so you, it's you hate the game.
0: I think oh. you're right. I think you are right. It's because you hate the game. Whereas I don't mind Unity soundtrack. It's not great. It's not a standout whatsoever. But it's not, it's, it's fine. Shit. No, it's too I bad. hate Assassin's Creed 3 soundtrack. That main theme makes me upset.
1: <laughs> no, see, I like that. I think it's awesome. Sometimes I use that in really cool places. They used it in the DLC, but it was like a re- like a redone version. It sounded really cool. But I hate <laughs> Unity. The beginning bit of Unity, is like, it kind of sounds like the AC3 bit, like the beginning where yeah. it's just got that little like sound. But the, in Unity, it's like, gun, it's really shit, like keyboard thing. It's like <laughs> fuck off Unity. And then they try and slip in a bit of Ezio's family, and I just want to snap my neck. <laughs> Don't freaking use that.
0: Your rage is so funny. <laughs> See, I can't stand, yeah, the, the Assassin's Creed 3 um, soundtrack. The Black Flag one's just kind of partially of Caribbean. I love Black Flag. It's good. It is good. Sy- Syndicates was great. What a step up that was. My God.
1: Syndicates was fantastic. They it. nailed it. Assassin's Creed 1, there were some pieces of music in that that I really liked, but the the, the game didn't have a main theme. They used yeah. The main theme that they used was the chase theme. That was like the main theme, but it wasn't a main theme.
0: Yeah, you're it's weird. right. That it's weird.
1: Was, as fuck. There
0: was no standouts in Assassin's Creed One. It was all just kind of ambient noise and ambient yeah. music. There was no, like you said, theme songs. There was no riffs that were like, oh wow, that just brings me back.
1: There was. There's one thing that they sometimes use in newer Assassin's Creed games. It was in the first one. And it was the sound effect you get, like the little bit of music, like snippet you get when you collect a flag in The game and it kind of just goes just like some weird noise, and they sometimes use it in newer games. I'm like, Oh, that's from the first one. Oh,
0: yeah, beautiful. no, I was it took me a while to figure that out. I'm like, What are you talking
1: about?
0: I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. That was, a uh, yeah, I think Assassin's Creed 2's well, see, Brotherhood could be my favorite as well because me, Brotherhood soundtrack is Assassin's Creed 2 soundtrack plus extra songs.
1: I don't know, because Assassin's Creed 2 had some really, really good ones. Like, it had the, the, the Florence music, all of that was really yeah, cool. True. It had the the Venice stuff. Venice Rooftops is such a good track. The thing that I really love about Brotherhoods though, is the City of Rome oh, beautiful. Uh, track, Yeah, which is just so good. I used to use that all the time in news videos in the yeah. background, but now I choose the Rogue theme,
2: yeah,
0: mostly because exactly. it's become a joke, Yeah, so I just
1: fun. have to use it now.
0: I also think my, my favourite song from Brotherhood was... Echoes of Roman ruins. I love City of Rome, but Echoes of Roman ruins. There's a part in that song that it's has like the um, the harmony, the uh, the kind of that Ezio's family voice, that kind of chorus of or choir, I should say, that kind of choir sound to it. Um, It plays the main part. I could say it plays in is when. Mm It plays ambiently when you kind of go around, but it also plays when Desmond and the crew drop down into the vault from from the Santa Maria Adequale church. Mm -hmm. When they drop down and activate the pedestal and they go down into that hall where... And it it happens when Ezio goes down there for the Romulus key as well. We're in that room, but Ezio doesn't go into the vault where he puts the apple, whereas, you know... Desmond and that go through that door where Desmond goes down into the little uh, pool or whatever for the Romulus door. Like it plays that I wanna song.
1: I want to give it a little listen. See what it sounds like.
0: It's, it's, oh probably, I do know this. Yeah it's probably like a minute in and they have and yeah so it's more of the, a section of that song is amazing whereas the whole song is just kind of like Ooh. it's a good song. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll put it in if I remember to put it in. Oh
1: at yeah, I can hear the I can hear the, the bit you're talking about.
0: Yeah, beautiful.
2: It's a beautiful oh,
1: piece. yeah, I love that bit. Yeah, that's a great yeah great
0: piece. That's of a, music. Yeah,
1: that's that's a good yeah
0: that's a good song. I love it. Great question, um, hips don't Jamie, because I love talking <laughs> about the music of Assassin's Creed. It's yeah, there's some amazing music and it, and it brings you back memories because I I was talking to, to someone about this the other day of how important music is for memory. Because you can associate a song with a memory. I When I think... I have an album that I was listening to of a band of when I went to Italy on my trip overseas. And whenever I hear any song from that album, I think of that trip and, it's, and it makes the album better. It makes me love that music. Yeah. And that's yeah, why there's parts in... I can listen to the Assassin's Creed soundtrack and it brings me back to not just playing the old games, but the feeling I had when it was yeah. new, when Assassin's Creed was it's new.
2: Fantastic. And
0: even just being in, I don't know, the 10th grade, you know, of high school, because that's what I used to listen to that. And I, re- I remember talking to my friends about Assassin's Creed all the time. Like, it was just, it's the memories of how you enjoyed it. It's special. Something special yeah, it's about made. music.
1: It's the best thing. Like, you can go back to play Assassin's Creed 2, and it's like, whoa, like, it feels like exactly as, like it did in 2009 and it's like this is the best like it's so great that music can do that and especially with Assassin's Creed because those games have such good memories and like just by playing through the games and hearing like the music again it's just it is, it is so good.
0: I can get emotional I get a bit emotional when I hear some Assassin's Creed songs
1: right I love I love Salvation of Forley that that track from AC2 but they also played it at the end of embers.
0: The, it's, it's this, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, I love that I love that, they have some mm. in Embers, what I love about Embers they use tracks from all three Ezio games and some yeah. really good ones, like they didn't use Ezio's family but they use some really cool ambient ones like they use that one Echoes of Roman Ruins I was talking about at um, one section when Ezio's sending off um Flavia Marcello and Sofia away when uh, he and Yun are going to take care of those um, mm-hmm. Those guys, like I'm pull- I'm just pulling up iTunes now on my computer, so I can just kind of preview some of the songs I don't have because I don't have all the soundtracks at on whatever, just on my computer sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to, you know, speak words <laughs> in English. <laughs> just then, that was weird. That was odd. Yeah, I'd say my favorite album, album, favorite soundtrack is probably Revelations. But the whole Ezio trilogy has amazing soundtracks. Syndicate soundtracks mm. also amazing, and Black Flags is really good too. I think. Yeah. What's the top selling song? Ezio's family. Okay, what a shock! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what'll be the most? Uh, not shocked. They had there was why was there in
1: Assassin's Creed Two? They had a bunch of variations of Ezio's family. Like they had Ezio's family, then there was one called Earth. I love which Earth. sounded I so love... similar. Like they were really similar.
0: Earth has no. Um, Earth is pretty much Ezio's family except it doesn't have the main chorus and choir. It's just kind of the music of Ezio's family. It's just like the instrumental version and it plays through the credits of AC2. I love Earth because to me when I listen to Ezio's family there's a peak of the song and then it's all kind of downhill from there. Like it's all amazing but it kind of builds up and then it just kind of lingers on the song lingers on when it, it hits the main peak whereas Earth you can kind of just enjoy the whole song. Because there's no, yeah. there's no yeah. oh, this is the best bit! Oh, it's all downhill from here. It's just kind of yeah. good the whole way yeah. through as an ambient version of Ezio's family. So what was the Foley one you were saying?
1: Uh, Salvation of Forley
0: Salvation of Foley. Man, AC2 mm. soundtrack was big.
1: Yeah, it plays in Assassin's Creed 2 it, it, uh, when you finish sequence 6 in Assassin's Creed 2 when you're just leaving Foley on the boat with Leonardo. It, and you're like you've just spoke to Carina Sforza it plays that in the background and um Leonardo's telling Ezio about like how she's the uh what what is she again? She's I forget the her the, position. N-
0: the madam or she yeah, the Duchess of uh Foley. Duchess
1: of Folly that's the one, yeah.
0: I can't find the And then on Ezio the just has track. that
1: little that little um Italian bit where he's like, She sounds like my my kind of woman. She's <laughs> <That's>
0: great. <laughs> yeah, it's a far out. I'm trying to find it. Like, I'm on the AC2 soundtrack on iTunes. It's not there. Because I know there's so many songs. It's Like, 33 songs. Because uh, I get to... Because it's got, like, in order as they play. So, it kind of tells the story. There's Approaching Target, One Approaching Target, Two, Home in Florence, and then it's just Venice Fight. Florence Escape, Tour of Venice. There's no Foley mentioned.
1: Mm, that's really weird.
0: Salvation of folly. Wetlands Escape Wetlands Combat Like the Wetlands Yeah I'm looking fun. as
1: well I can't find it either That's fucking weird Was, Didn't they not put that On the soundtrack
0: I feel like there's, there's The soundtrack's big Like there's a two-parter To this soundtrack But I can't see it anymore It's not there Hmm Like do you remember? Can you kind of Hum it for me Just so I can remember
1: <laughs> No see now I think about it All I can think about Is Venice rooftops It's like Oh, no, because now I'm thinking about that Brotherhood one as well. I actually don't remember what it sounds like. It's like, it's it's the one from the ending of Embers when he's reading out, like, the, the I was a young man, blah, 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 letter that he left for Sophia. Yeah. Oh, how does it start? I don't remember. It's like the... Oh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I actually don't fucking it's remember. It's tough. Oh. It's tough. The Brotherhood
0: one... Had a lot of new ones, surprisingly, that I think about. Ooh,
1: it. I know when it plays as well. It's in the Bonfire of the Vanities DLC when Ezio gives that speech when he goes up onto like the the like platform and there's the whole crowd. get I know for seven to get exactly burned.
0: And... the song you're talking about now. Yeah, I finally he... figured it out. And it's just the piano. It's really slow piano. Yeah, it's like dun, dun. Like it kind of like builds really slow because it's kind yeah. of quiet. And then like... it goes
1: into this like big like orchestral bit towards the center of it i
0: totally know the one you're talking
1: and about. and he has that speech of the whole um,
0: the he's after he kills yeah um,
1: 22 years ago and oh, all right that that's an amazing scene i fucking a- love that but for some reason i don't know if you've noticed that dlc's broken well i mean it's for me anyways whenever i play it there's no music in the background yeah I, no, i'm the, the same
0: scene. i am the same it's totally.
1: weird and i don't know why those both the dlcs for ac2 have these points where it cuts out music and cuts out voices and you just have, like, the subtitles and the person, like, talking, but there's no there's no sound coming out of their mouth.
0: Yeah. It's so annoying. I'm trying to find it, because I feel like... this some... Like, I'm listening... And the ambient music of Assassin's Creed 2 is unbelievable. Like, That's there's so some good. amazing stuff on there. It really is. But, no, I can't, um... I can't find the, uh, the Foley one, but... I'll find it eventually. I'm sure people will look it up and find it. Like, if you haven't sat around and just listened to those soundtracks, like, there's some unbelievable um, pieces of music on there. Mm. That was a long answering of a question. On on iTunes.
1: It says that Assassin's Creed 2 soundtrack was released January 1st, 2007.
0: Because iTunes is dumb as fuck. (laughs) Released 2007. Copyright 2009. Ubisoft Music. (laughs) oh uh, classic classic but yeah on to the next question okay uh what else we got Ooh.
1: um two questions
0: events we... and that's like 20 minutes those are solid questions
1: and uh ace 99 said question for the podcast not really assassin's Creed related but could you guys discuss what you would like to see in watchdogs 2 slash what it would be about and what gameplay features and things you would like to see And what you don't want to see as well
0: you can as as you are the hater of watchdogs james i'll let you discuss how you'd like it to improve in your eyes
1: okay i actually have an idea for this and i spoke about it before and i think it'd be cool is watchdogs for me right i think we need a different city because i chicago was a cool setting but i i feel like we need something really different i feel like it'd be really cool if we could have some kind of different location for watchdogs too not entirely sure where. See, I always thought London would be cool, but then we just had Syndicate, and it's like, do I really want London again? I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it could be cool, but I don't know. Um, San Francisco, that could be interesting. Uh, where else? In our back Australia. of Australia. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Some other kind of city. I think what I really think would be cool is, I mean, you could always carry on the story of Aidan Pierce, um, but I thought it'd be interesting for Watch Dogs to have a female protagonist... I feel like it would fit the game. I don't know why. I just feel like for some reason, in Watch Dogs, the gameplay style and all that stuff, it'd be really interesting to see a female protagonist. Plus, Ubisoft don't tend to do a lot of that, um, so I don't know. It could be cool. Also, um, gameplay. I think. I think there needs to be more customization. Um, the driving needs to be slightly improved. I mean, it didn't bother me too much, but I know everyone, most people, not everyone, most people hated the driving. They thought it was, like, broken and awful and didn't work properly. I mean, I didn't mind it too much, but I think...
0: You kind of that, learn it. You, you kind know, like, once you figure yeah, it out, it's yeah. easy. It's so natural. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. It took, it's like a learning curve.
1: Yeah, and then I think, in terms of hacking, I think the missions shouldn't be structured around hacking. I feel like it should be, because... <laughs> a lot of the missions in Watch Dogs for me felt like oh to do this you have to i feel like you should you don't you shouldn't have to use the hacking at certain points i felt they like should leave it up to you but give you loads of options with it cuz everything felt really in the first watch dogs really narrow like there wasn't as much as they made out that you could do it was kind of like you can do certain things and that kind of things so, like you had like the drain pipes the spikes traffic lights um the little blockade things you could hack cars to get them open. There was cameras. Um, there was, like, random, like, like um, boxes and stuff that could explode, or, like, you could make smoke come out and stuff like that, but I, that was about it. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff, and then there was stuff like bridges that you could do, and then little things like the signs. I think there needs to be... I think... Hmm, more unique stuff, so, like, that maybe is just used for missions... So, like, you've got a certain thing that you use one time in a mission and then that's, like, that's that kind of thing. But also, in the open world, I think, because it all felt kind of rigid with the the, the amount of stuff that you could hack. I feel like there needs to be more stuff. It needs to be widened and made more fluid kind of thing with the game so it doesn't feel, I don't know, it feels like everything is disconnected kind of thing. And then, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, just do whatever you want with the story. And then side activities... The side activities and watchdogs are really cool, but I think maybe make them more. Because it was a lot of collect a bunch of different stuff, then you can do one cool mission. So. Yeah, I don't really know exactly how to improve. I just mean, don't do that, I guess. <laughs>
0: don't. There you don't go. Don't do that.
1: Yeah, just don't do that.
0: Fair, fair enough. There's some definitely some good points there. Um,
1: so, what do you think?
0: What do I think? Well, I'm a lover of watchdogs, as many people yeah. know. Um, great game I thought um, great building block I was like what a great concept you could do go uh, improve it a lot certainly a lot to improve and it could become it could be the next watchdogs could be like could be like Assassin's Creed 2 whereas the first game some people loved some people hated but that second one's like it figured itself out in yeah. a way it's like watchdogs 1 in some ways it's like trying to figure itself out what is it I feel like by the second one, they'll know what they're trying to do. They'll know Mm. themselves better. And I feel like I'm sick and tired of Ubisoft having games where every single game the protagonist changes. For fuck's sake, just have one franchise where the protagonist doesn't change would be awesome.
1: Well, I mean, Assassin's Creed 1 to 3. Desmond was the main protagonist then we had like
0: no, two he brother relations he was, not, he was absolutely not the main protagonist absolutely. yes he was no, he wasn't. Desmond
1: was the main character
0: no okay um, absolutely no he was not the main character you played ten minutes of him in all five games combined yeah he's but not the I ma-
1: loved him
0: fuck off he's not the main character though <laughs> Just because you loved him doesn't make him the main character. No one bought Assassin's <laughs> Creed going, I just want to play Desmond's 10 minutes. Fuck the, fuck the rest of it. I don't care <laughs> about any like of the other stuff. I'm Who just bonded. Is that why Desmond's on the cover of all those games? Oh, wait, he's not on the cover of any of the games. Shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that
1: wasn't bad. <laughs> um, do you miss really not carry a protagonist? Oh, Splinter Cell.
0: Oh, yeah. Really? How many Splinter Cells do you own? No no, no, one owns Splinter Cell, James. What are you talking about?
1: I mean, I used to play them. I played Double Agent. I think I was one of them. Um, Conviction. And there was another one.
0: Was there another one? I don't know about that. There's
1: Blacklist. but I have that. No, I used to like Splinter Cell. What's Splinter Cell
0: about? Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, anyway. I thought so. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) their main franchises are what? Assassin's Creed, Far Cry... Watchdogs,
1: But there's only been one Watchdogs. How yeah, but they've already franchise?
0: confirmed it's a franchise, correct? Okay. Like, we With know that... there's going to be more. Yeah. So, let's well, just... I'm just saying what in... What else do they do? In that context, we are talking about a second Watchdogs as well, in in context. Yes. So let. Yeah. I'm just saying, for this one, make it a new one. Because Far Cry and Assassin's Creed's new protagonist every year. Make this franchise, if you're doing more, at least for a little while, not forever, but... Like, Ezio. It was nice to have Ezio 3 games, and I think Assassin's Creed, and if the rumors are to be believed, they're going to do as, I'd like to add, as I said they should do. I've got a video I released back in August (laughs) that said why Assassin's Creed characters need multiple games. I made a video about it. You yourself, obviously, listening to me and taking my advice on board. Um, I'm the main advisor. No need to pay me, guys. Actually, I'd love some money for you taking my ideas. No, (laughs) But... I'm just saying I think this should be the same character for a period at least a period like I thought Aiden Pierce was fine like he's not you could do a lot with him grow him a lot but I thought he was good like he wasn't a bad character he was very he was very Batman-esque kind of like quiet and a bit angry and there's some depth you know there's some depth to him you just want to you kind of want to what there's this layer where he's kind of protecting himself. And you only got glimpses into it. I want to really understand him. I want to know more about this guy. I want to know him. I want to be inside him. Oh, that came out wrong.
1: <laughs> sure, relax. <laughs> I think Aiden Pierce. I mean, how many times have you played Watch Dogs? Like, through? Twice? I haven't played it through once. And that was, like, when it came out, I guess. And plus, I Let's Played it. Maybe I'll play it again. I think... I mean, from what I, when I played it, from what I can remember, he seemed really fucking boring. Like, just really unemotional and boring.
0: I need to play it again. I haven't played it since 2014. Like, like as in the he, full campaign.
1: Like, she, it, to me, he feels a lot like Connor. Like, Connor is like, oh, God, I need to protect my village. I'm gonna kill these Templars for my villages. And then he's like, oh, God, my niece. Gonna kill these people for my niece. And it's like...
0: It's okay. like every game ever is that. Like, the one goal except... Is the, yeah, is the character the same boring, though, all the way through? Yeah, I don't know. I need to play it Like, it has been a while, I will admit, since i played Watch Dogs.
1: Yeah, I'm going to play it again at some point.
0: I need to... There was a few interesting side characters. The world they built was interesting. Like, I I agree with you when you say there needs to be something different. Like, I can't just be a generic city. I like that it was Chicago. I like that at least if they're introducing this world, like, and this style of game that is Watch Dogs, and you need to look at the world as a weapon. You need to look at the world as something interactive. You needed to have a generic normal city. And I like that it was Chicago and not like LA or New York, like the common ones. I like that it was Chicago. Yeah. And I fucking love Chicago too. So there's that. But I agree that now it needs to be something different. Like I thought London too, but I don't want London again because of syndicate. Paris. Really? Did you say that? Paris after you? <laughs> okay, Cool. <laughs> if, if you want, <laughs> I, don't, um, I, I don't know either, eh? Like something. I mean, I kind of but...
1: like Paris. I think modern day Paris would be cool. Did you ever play the Saboteur?
0: No, no. What's that?
1: That was a game set it was an open world game set in World War 2 set in Paris and okay. you like played as like a resistance member and you like fight against like the Nazis and you would take over certain areas. It was actually really really good. It came out in 2009,
2: okay. but it was
1: amazing. They were, I think they were going to make a second one but then the company went bankrupt and they never continued the franchise. Oh, but it, it was a it was a really cool game. It's one of the like the best games I've ever played actually, especially when it Whoa, came out in 2009.
0: Jesus, I've never it was had you really talk about good.
1: This. Like, just thinking about it now, it was amazing. Yeah. I should definitely, like, do a live stream of that. That was It was a really, really fun game. Like, it was, it was like... You could climb any building, like, as well, in uh, Paris. You could, like, go up to, like, a building. You'd grab hold of, like... It kind of had... You know what it was? It was, like... Because it had, like, a controlled descent kind of thing. It was, like, Assassin's Creed Unity and Syndicate's climbing mechanics. But if they were made in 2009. So they kind of worked a little bit different but okay. it felt it feels quite similar like you'd like use a to go up b to go down um and you could like climb any building go up to the top you had to take over these different like nazi camps and stuff you could like take vehicles like from anywhere you wanted to like steal them drive them around um there were tanks and shit uh you had you had special vehicles you could collect which were like special like world war ii like sports cars and stuff uh you could you could take people's uh uniforms so like if you sneaked into like a Nazi camp, you could take out one of the officers, steal his outfit, and then go around and try not to get spotted, because they wouldn't be as, like, you wouldn't be as noticeable kind of thing. And it was just, it was a really cool concept for a game, and I really wish there was another one, but it was, it was great.
0: It does sound pretty interesting. I mean, I'm not against Paris being the setting, but I San Francisco is always the other city I lean to, if it's in the US. Yeah, that sounds Because it's, you know, a bit different, there's more diversity of levels, and... Yeah, and structure and where it's kind of um, geographically positioned, it could be interesting. Earthquakes could be an like as a I mean, there's a lot of earthquakes in San Francisco as a kind of like playing tool that you could be in. I don't know. It's it's tough. I just think be a weird one.
1: um, Randomly every so often, like oh shit, there's another earthquake.
0: (laughs) No, as in like I don't know. Like every twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, maybe. Well, um, every you have to go like you have to go in a you know safety. Lockdown down or whatever
1: Get yeah tr- i think i'd shoot myself
0: yeah that'd be horrible um I, w- I was gonna say something another u.s city that's a bit different like new orleans but that's in mafia three so not that um
1: yeah about like miami oh god I, I no, don't know no, about yeah, that i mean I'm it's good. really flat yeah um, I'm, I'm
0: good without that what about, i'm trying
1: to think of places in europe that they could go to because that could be interesting like, be different, because every open-world game, like, Watch Dogs, like, kind of like GTA, the, do I want to include Saints Row? Probably not. Um, you know the kind of games I mean. They yeah, tend course. to be set in the US. So, like, I don't know, somewhere in Europe could be cool. Or, or
0: Asia. Did Asia ever, what, could sleep, be interesting. Sleeping Dogs, where was that, Hong Kong? or?
1: Like... Oh, that game is so good. Oh, I fucking love that game.
0: Yeah, I'd never played it. It looked good, though. Oh,
1: I loved that. I loved that game. That was amazing. Um...
0: I think the only problem is, in, like, I have no problem with a game set in Asia, but when the market that buys games and these type of games are in the US, they want to market the game to those people who are going to buy it. And just, the market doesn't buy Asian settings.
2: Why European, not? Though? They can That'd buy cool.
0: European, just marketing-wise, this is why they make games set in Europe, or the US, because they sell way better, because those are who buying it, who, who, weird, who's though. buying it well it's not that weird like I'd I mean, prefer I've I'd prefer a Europe setting or the US setting than an Asian mm-hmm. setting it doesn't mean I don't want I'd still play and enjoy and have great time in an Asian setting but that's just me as well I don't want to travel to Asia I have no country in Asia I'm like oh I want to go there. I don't care I'd rather, I I want to go to Europe Middle East I, that's all, I guess that's in Asia but that's I'd love to travel in the Middle East in my life to the US or through Europe that's where I want to go I don't really care about traveling myself to Asia <laughs> So in some ways, but that's I'd what get you do in a game. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. What right. about like Tokyo? That's the if if I ever went to an Asian country, it would be Japan and it would be Tokyo. That's the only. What place... What if they set me.
1: Watchdogs in Tokyo?
0: Mm, yeah, wouldn't be mad. Well, again, like I said, I'd play Watchdogs in an Asian setting. It's not me specifically, but marketing-wise, that's why Assassin's Creed games haven't been set in Asia, and that's why. All these characters everyone loves apparently, like Shao Yun and stuff and Nikolai Orlov, all, all their games are around the Asian continent and guess what they get? A side scroller. Because who's gonna yeah. who's gonna buy them? Just the hardcore fans to them. The mainstream fans will buy the game set in Europe. Familiar cities like London, Paris, Rome, or New yeah. York and Boston, you know what I mean?
1: That's annoying. That's annoying because I really love those settings because everything's set in Europe and the US.
0: And that's I love
1: a game set in Asia because it's so different and it would be really interesting to explore it. Be like, oh, I've never seen this before.
0: I agree. Be cool. I agree. But the, this is the problem. They just I don't think they're going to do it just because it doesn't sell as well. And I'm yeah. just basing it off their track record of look what they've done with the Asian characters and Asian settings. They've given them a fucking side scroller, and all their main games are set in notab- notable cities and countries like Italy, France, England, and America. Or, you know, the Holy Land in the Middle East. Like, famous places that people in Western cultures will buy because they want to, you know, immerse themselves in that world. That's just how they make it. Egypt, if that's next, that's a mainstream-type setting. That's kind of where they go. Not as much in... The unfamiliar, not unfamiliar, but just you know, that's just what sells. And I'm just basing off their track record. I'm not saying whether I want it or not. I'd love if a game was set in Tokyo that's watched. That'd be fun. I'd love a Xiao Yun Assassin's Creed game. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, Ubisoft going to do it? No, they're just that's just not what they do. I'd like to be proven wrong though. At the same time, I'd like to be wrong yeah. in this case.
1: I agree. I want something different. I want something. To get excited about that's not something that we've seen before. Like, just something that's like, whoa, this is so different. This could be amazing. I mean, I don't think we've had that for a while. I think...
0: Since Unity. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Classic.
1: Still upset about that.
0: Oh, I know you gonna are. Gonna cry. Oh, I know you are. I know you're upset, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Tr- that game. Trust me, I know. Jesus. Oh, that, not, we're really building up these questions aren't we
1: oh, Jesus Christ Um, other questions what have we
0: got we might not be able to go through uh, them all we'll just try to go through as much as we can
1: alright let's go with Abdullah's one Um, would you rather have Edward Kenway or Jacob Fry as a friend would you rather have Connor or Ezio as a bodyguard and rather have Elise or Evie as a girlfriend you go first ok so Edward or Jacob as a friend Oh, jeez I think I go with Jacob for that one I think possibly I don't know, they're mm, Why? Yeah, I go I go with Jacob because you see my reasoning for Jacob is gonna be the same reason I'd probably give for Edward as well. I think he's um full of banter. Yeah. And just seems you know, laid back. But that's probably the same thing I'd say for Edward if I chose Edward, because they're very similar. So I mean but yeah, I think I just go with Jacob. Why not?
0: Yep.
1: Why not? Um, Connor or Ezio as a bodyguard. Um, hmm. See, I love Ezio. But Connor would just probably fuck up anyone that got in the way. So. He'd probably oh, fuck it
0: up, though. He'd probably fuck up the job. Um, sure. Yeah,
1: he'd probably get it wrong. Probably kill innocent people. So, Ezio. Ezio would know what he's doing. He'd be able to handle himself. Connor would just kill everyone. And do things wrong and start a war or something. And be like, I did the right thing. In the end, I stayed true to myself. I'm like, fuck off. Fuck, you're fucking fired. <laughs> Idiot. Um, and then Elise or Evie, I'd Evie. Just because Elise is... I don't... Like, Unity. so Unity, okay. Okay,
2: nice
0: choices. Nice choices. Um, okay. I would go with Jacob as well. Because mm. though, in a lot of ways, they're both very witty British men edward and jacob i think edward even though i like him better edward i feel like if i fucked with him or you know crossed him ever he'd kill me (laughs) um because edward's just a bit more of an aggressive guy and tougher jacob is just to me a bunch of band he'd just be a funny mate to have like he'd always be a laugh he'd fuck things up a bit though but uh He'd get you in a bit of trouble, but uh, he'd he'd be a good time. You'd always have good stories with Jacob.
1: Yeah. Uh, Connor Ezio.
0: Ezio, because I'd just stab Connor in the back and it wouldn't work out well. Then I'd have no bodyguard. Um, I'd I'd kill Jesus. I'd kill Connor. Um. Oh yes. Uh, no pun intended. Um. And then Millie's Ruby. I I'd, I'd just go Evie because. What you can't—I'm not attracted to video game characters, so I'd have to solely base it on just personality of the character if real. Is person. that not
1: normal? Is that is not, it not normal to be attracted to video game characters? I thought that was the. I, that was just everybody. I've been living my life wrong <laughs> all these years.
0: I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. Um, but yeah, I guess just in terms of purely personality, one Evie's is a character you play, as, so you see more, and we're both you and I have talked to Victoria, the actress that plays Evie, and they're pretty similar and very, very nice, very kind-hearted. So I'd go Evie as well.
1: Cool, there we go. Well, I mean, I don't know how many more questions you want to do because we've got a, we, there's a bunch, but it's like we've gone through a few. What do you, what do you think?
0: Um, try to try. <sighs> the, I, I guess I have to go through, um. I guess that's kind of... Yeah, well I guess we can kind of end it... Because we've spent a lot of time on these questions. We have. We can save some of these for another time, maybe.
1: Yep, that would. That'd be cool.
0: Uh... Yeah, okay. So I think we'll leave it there for questions. Thanks everyone that submitted them. Cool, we'll cool. save some for another time, I think. Because there's a lot of ones that'll still be relevant for a while. Yeah. So, Okay. Okay, if you're happy with that, if you're happy with that, we can yeah, leave, that sounds it, cool. leave it there for now. Okay. Do um, you want to move on to top fives? Sure. This episode's sure thing. top five that I'd like you to put together, James. Okay. Is your top five cliffhangers <sighs> in a video game?
2: <sighs>
0: okay. Now, as much as cliffhangers can piss people off, they also build intrigue, excitement, and just absolute crazy desire to play the next installment. Yes. What are your top five cliffhangers in a video game, James?
1: Oh, because so many of them, I want to be Assassin's Creed, but it's like, I don't want to have them all as
0: Assassin's Creed. Well, if it's Assassin's Creed, mate, don't be George. Don't just try to (coughs) balance the list. If it's Assassin's Creed, it's Assassin's Creed.
1: Assassin's Creed 1, the ending to that is, I remember I spent the next however long it was before Assassin's Creed 2 was announced, like, will there be another game? Like, the ending to that was so sudden. It was like, you see all this, like... Like, a a lot of stuff happens in the ending. Like, you find the piece of Eden, you... um, Talk to a space wizard? Yeah. Yeah. It
0: changed everything, though, right? Like, it changed everything. Like, all of the Assassin's
1: Creed games, right? Like, I think the first one, the second one, Brotherhood... Um, and Revelations, all those four were amazing cliffhangers. Like, like at the end of the first one, you've got you find you you like the Abstergo finds a piece of Eden. You're like, oh shit, they're gonna kill me. All this stuff. Then Desmond has eagle vision. It's like, what the fuck? And you got all this writing. You're like, who the fuck left this here? And you never like you like I need to play the next game. I need to find all this shit out. The second one, uh, you speak to Minerva. Um, you find out about all this stuff at the end of the world. Um, then you play as Desmond and had to do all this fighting stuff, and it's like, what the fuck? And then it goes, cuts to black through the credits, gym talking and everything. Then Brotherhood, you've got um, Juno, says all that stuff, you find the Peace of Eden, uh, Desmond's, Desmond kills Lucy, and that was fucked up, and then the end of Revelation. alert
0: for all the games.
1: <laughs> you can, oh, people can fuck off. And then <laughs> you've got the Revelations, which was um you you wake up from your coma, you, you find out about the first civilization, like what happened to them and everything, and then you um, you you you're at the Grand Temple, and then it ends there. And you're like, I need to play the next game to find out. And I think those four were amazing endings, and they had like a huge fucking impact. But for a fifth one, now I've got to think of a fifth game that left a really good cliffhanger for the next game. Oh god, oh. I'm trying to think of games that have like link ups like that, but I can't think. ...of the games. What the fuck? Um, What games do I really, really like? Hmm. Cliffhangers. Huh. I actually don't know. You don't know? I, I actually can't think... ...of anything. I think because... it's
0: easy to say... Assassin's Creed has the... ...craziest cliffhangers. I, I don't want to say the best... ...but like the craziest. Like... ...because cliffhangers can be as simple as... ...they kind of just leave the characters... In unfinished business. It doesn't have to be yeah. holy fuck. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? That's what Assassin's yeah, Creed Yeah,
1: but for Assassin's Creed, like for me, those ones were like the best the ones that made me want to play the next game the most, I think. Um but I'm trying to think, there was a there was a cliffhanger, was there a cliffhanger the other day? Oh, um yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider. I I played that and Don't I was like, Oh shit, I just want another I game now. Play. Like it was just it, there was a, just a good cliffhanger at the end. It was like, um, there's a scene after the credits that is like, oh, I want to play the next one now. Yeah. And that was that was a thing. Um, and I can't think of I can't think of many games that have really good cliffhangers. Maybe when you give your list, maybe I'll get some ideas. So for now, I'll leave it at that. Assassin's Creed One to Revelations, and then Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay,
0: sure. Um, I'm going to put in Brotherhood is definitely mm-hmm. in there. Like, again, these top fives in no particular order is kind of far, your five favorite for people listening. Yeah. It's tough on the spot to put together a top five because James didn't even know what the top five was until I told him just then. <laughs> um, so Brotherhood's in there because I think when I compare Assassin's Creed 2, I think Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood are in there. None of the other Assassin's Creeds are in there for me okay twos because it changed everything because really it changed what assassin's Creed is about mm. you know there were these pieces of eden there was some mystery stuff but like it's magic space wizards what is this <laughs> crazy sh- what the fuck like i was the for a year like what the fuck is this game about i didn't understand like it just changed what the whole story was about yeah. it changed the whole universe and it and it sent the franchise in a whole... not different direction, because they planned that direction, but, like, in a whole different direction than I anticipated, and I didn't understand anything. So I wanted to know everything about this world and about what she was talking about, Minerva was talking about, to Desmond and Ezio. Brotherhoods was crazy, because I just, you were like, it was just the jaw wide open what the fuck just happened ending. of Mm. You stab Lucy... You don't. You still. You don't. Or you had all these questions from two. It doesn't explain any. It just adds more to it and leaves you fucking jaw dropped. Yeah. And revelations explained so much and didn't leave that much of a cliffhanger. Like it was a cliff. I'd count it as a cliffhanger, but just compared to two and Brotherhood, wow, those two was those are some. That's what I call a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Now to think of other games. I think I would count, in some ways, Assassin's Creed. No, it's not Assassin's Creed. Um, I think Kingdom Hearts two. Okay. Had a had a cliffhanger, and I think the reason it's on the list is because it has now been ten years, and I haven't got fucking Kingdom Hearts three yet. <laughs> it came out in two thousand six. It's in 2016, and I still don't know what the fuck happened. Oh. Because it just. Well, I mean,
1: see, that's good for me, because I'm going to play them all, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 will be like here, and I'll be like, now I get to play it straight away.
0: I don't. You don't understand the struggle. Ten years, man. It's longer than Half Life 3. People went for that.
1: That's a long time.
0: It's been a decade, and it's still not coming out this year.
1: It's Did you say isn't there a game that two point eight is? Yeah, Dream the... Drop
0: Distance is in between.
1: So does that not answer the questions from the
0: end of two? Well, when I say like the what Kingdom Hearts two does is it it's not a huge cliffhanger of oh my god it's more it sets up the fact that this story isn't over and there's still much more to do
2: mm-hmm.
0: for these characters and for the worlds the or the worlds in Kingdom Hearts case that they that yeah. they're a part of however though there is a story in between them with the characters it's it that is kind of just continuing to build to, and explains what it's building towards but it doesn't mm-hmm. actually have what it's building towards so it's more it's not it's not the fact that I'm like oh my god I want to know what happens next it's the fact that I want to find out what happens next and I've been waiting for so long it's almost yeah. like the waiting has built it, it as the huge so it's like-
1: it's like they've set something up, and you're waiting for what they've set up.
0: Yes, and I'm waiting uh, forever. I'd I'd say forever. <laughs> I'm waiting forever. I'm I'm
1: I'm. A... Next year it comes out, doesn't it?
0: Who knows? Let's, Let's just l- let me put it. Let me put it to you in perspective. I by the time it comes out, I will be maybe 22 years old. 2017, I'd say the end of 2017, I'll be 22. It came out on my 11th birthday.
1: Fuck, that's crazy. Jesus Christ.
0: Kingdom Hearts 2, I remember, I got it on my 11th birthday is when it came out, in Australia at least, it came out on my 11th birthday. Um, So so I will be 22, and it came out, I've waited half my life for a sequel to to Kingdom Hearts 2. That's the perspective. Half my life has been waiting for this game.
1: Jesus that's the perspective i like, to. Do you find it strange? Because, I mean, the game is made for kids, essentially. Like, I mean, I don't
0: know what you're talking about.
1: When it first came out, anyways. Sure. I don't, I don't, like When they made it, do you think they intended it to get a following from people that weren't kids? Or do you think they solely were like, okay, this game's for kids? Well, I think or, it's like,
0: very adult- I really think it's very adult, yeah, I, I think, don't think I, think I think kids can play it, but I think it's such an adult game, even though it's all these Disney Worlds, the real heart of the story is such an adult story,
1: yeah, yeah, I agree because I mean if it was just a kid game, I don't think I'd have any interest in it, but I fucking love it.
0: It's a coming like, of age. the so first one's good. a coming of age story, and the rest of them are very just the adult story,
1: yeah, i I can't wait to have played them all. And just be able to look back and be like, fuck, that was great. Like I'm I just want to be able to play through them all. But then I want to also stream it. And it's really frustrating because I just want to fucking continue with it. Cause <laughs> I know I'm nearing the end of the first one. Like, I know I'm getting there. I'm on my way. Like. Uh, yeah,
0: I just... it's I'm I'm jealous of you because I want to it's like I always sometimes I think I wish I could forget about Assassin's Creed completely yeah, so I could same. replay it again and experience it that first time.
1: Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I want with Assassin's Creed. I've said that so many times. It's just, if I could play Assassin's Creed two, two again, without any knowledge of it <sighs> oh and just have God. the introduction to Ezio, oh and be like, Oh God. wow, this character's so cool. And like have all the, the story unfold and like the cliffhanger. I just wish I could experience that again, but it's just never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I but I'm jealous. And I'm jealous of you. Cause you get to do that with one of my favorite franchises ever. Kingdom hearts. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess it is, it is a cliffhanger. It's one of my favorite cliffhangers or top cliffhangers, not because of what it does or happens in the cliffhanger at the end. It's just, a, yeah. it builds up to something that I've waited for like half my life for. Yeah. You know? I
1: mean, I like uh, talking about Kingdom Hearts just real quick is uh, they do a lot of subtle things that I've noticed throughout the game is there's several points where they say things but they just don't continue they just say it and it's like wait you're just going to leave that there like you're not going to explain what happened because there's a point um I don't want to like trigger a reaction in case but um there's there's a point that confused me and I was like wait what the fuck is when you're in the Tarzan world in the first game and yeah. you're showing Tarzan these slides and one of a castle pops up and Sora's like wait I recognize that and he's like but I've never left my island and then they just move on and I'm like wait wait what like
0: yeah don't worry about it gonna-
1: you gonna explain that? Like, yeah, what don't
0: the fuck? Be <laughs> I'm not gonna to react to that.
1: Okay. There were, there were also, like, a couple other points where things like that happened. Oh, that I'm gives like...
0: me goosebumps. I can't react to that. Um, I wanna know. Uh, I wanna tell you. <laughs> um, they're very subtle, and it just show, goes oh, to show so because good. you play Kingdom Hearts 1 and you'll still have no idea what that was. You'll finish it and you'll oh, still have no idea. The thing about Kingdom Hearts is that they know the story, but it's been going on since 2001 like it's a 15 year story and they knew then where they were going now they know the whole thing
2: oh,
1: i love it when they do that
0: like it's so good they understood all these characters this fucking network this spider web of character connections in this mega universe they created they just understood it before they even made it which is to me bonkers because it's so complicated sometimes the most convoluted shit ever it's ridiculous, yet they still understood it. They're not kind of coming up with it on the spot. At least it doesn't seem like it, which I love. I don't want to know if it's on the spot. It just seems like it is, so I'm gonna pretend it completely is planned out.
1: It seems like it. I mean you can I feel like sometimes you can tell it. Like with Assassin's Creed, even when things feel planned, you're like, that probably did wasn't planned. At least now But with anyway. Kingdom Hearts, from like what I've played. Like everything links up really well. Like it's it's like they've completely made sure everything links. Like I haven't found any plot holes like everything makes sense like when they mention something they make sure that that thing makes stays as a thing they don't change it yeah and that's it every the, the whole universe is the same universe they don't change random things for the sake of changing it and it all works really well
0: yeah and what you've brought up like subtle things like oh, but I don't yeah I'm not going to like explain it or tell you or spoil anything <laughs> but there is they they do everything for a reason
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: more complicated than you could even imagine of what that subtle stuff is as well I don't know you might you'll, and again it'll build up to, and that's just such a little part of the story that doesn't really matter all that much but, it's, but it is really important for that character that yeah. it'll hint at certain things and it's not particularly that castle I'm talking about that you just brought up but it's particularly that there's so much backstory to the characters it's crazy yeah and
1: there's like a there's, there's a couple of things I remember a reason there's for another thing, thing. And it was like, it's like, you know, sometimes when you get the text that pops up on the screen sure, and it's like kind of narrating the game in a way. Like there was, there was, there was one of those and I can't remember what it was, but it said something. And I was like, wait, that's got to mean something. Like it was something like, everything's really mysterious in the first game. Like, cause I feel like they have the whole, like, you know, you go to the Disney worlds, you like save them and stuff and you doing all this stuff but then there's so much that's like not explained it's like kind of in the background and it's like you know you've got these three characters why the fuck were they on that island like what like why is everything happening and how did like like certain characters know about certain things and it's like they've got this game but then in the background they're they're, 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 like they're they're basically telling us like oh we've got all this other stuff that we're going to explain and it's like i just want to know i just want to know all this stuff
0: yeah it'll 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 happen some of it still hasn't. Some of it I'm still like, um, come on, let's um, let's 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 play this next game, eh? But <laughs> never. Um, apparently, I remember. Yeah. It's funny bringing it up. I remember back in maybe it was 2010. So four years since since I keep saying Assassin's Creed since Kingdom Hearts two. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a YouTube video and I was like, you know, it was it took about four years, maybe four and a half years for, between one and two. So I was like, oh, mm. it's got to be announced soon. So I was looking up a lot of videos all the time, waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 to get announced, and it will be like, oh, it's coming out this year. You know, four years on. Mm. I'm expecting that. And someone made a joke of, you know, when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out in 2016, and I'm like, it's 2016, and I laugh because I'm like, what a good <laughs> joke. That's a joke. They're exaggerating when it's coming. It's 2016, and guess what? It's not coming out this year! It's still <laughs> not even coming out this year, and it's 2016!
1: That's ridiculous.
0: I, I'm, and It's been so long that I'm I'm not even excited for three. I'm so excited beyond words, but I'm not at all excited at the same time because I can wait. I've waited forever. It's almost like I never expect it to come out. Yeah. Subconsciously... It'll get get
1: to the day. And it'll be amazing.
0: (laughs) I'll be... On my exterior, I'm very excited for Kingdom Hearts 3, but on my subconscious, I'm not at all excited because it's been so long. I just never really expect it to happen. Like, sometimes Mm. the anticipation's... Bigger than the thing that I don't ever imagine there being a world I live in where I'm post Kingdom Hearts 3 because I've spent so much of my life, half my life, being <laughs> pre Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Wow. Well,
0: if that makes that's sense. That's insane. Yeah. Like
1: I, I'm I'm gonna buy two point eight when that comes out on the PS4.
0: Dream Drop Distance. It's the shit.
1: Which, yeah, Dream Drop Distance. And it also has uh it has like this weird zero point two thing
0: in it. Yeah, don't worry about it.
1: Don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. That's a thing. I'll play that as well. And then it's got this other one, which is completely unrelated, I think.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just like
1: something they made and it's not part of anything. It's just kinda of there. It's like a game they did, but they've included it in it anyway. But I'll play, I'll play Dream Drop Distance, definitely. And then I'll play this 0.2 thing, whatever the hell that is, and see what see what that's all about. But it's going to be good. And then by the time I've got through everything, it should be closing in on Kingdom Hearts 3. Hopefully.
0: My Assuming God.
1: it comes out 2017, which I believe they've said it will come out 2017.
0: Well, they said... Yeah, well, they, have, they haven't said anything. They just said in development is the only thing they've ever said. It's suspected... What it well, they, they did the first trailer in 2014... Which, when I, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw the trailer and they said in development, I'm like, mm, so we're looking 2016. And then I'm, we get to the end of 2015, I'm like, it's not coming out in 2016. It'll maybe 2017. Even then, if they delayed it again, you know what? Not surprised. I don't care. I don't, I, again, I, I'll never believe it's coming out until I have it in my hand and I'm playing it.
1: It's going to be a big game, though. Oh, my like, God.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Imagine all the stuff they're going to yeah. put in that game. And I Next think Gen.
0: People don't get... Kingdom Hearts. I don't think people understand how big of a game this is, because it's been so long since the second one. People, this generation of gaming, it's from two generations ago. PlayStation 2 was when the last one came out. We're now in, what, Xbox One and PS4 era. People who are involved in video games now, that are growing up, don't understand Kingdom Hearts yet. And they don't understand, they're like, Kingdom Hearts, that's just that game that some people like. It's like, it's like if a, uh what could i compare something to like if um i guess Tomb Raider came out like it's a it's a triple a game but only a minority of people play it it's not the mainstream game it's not like playing halo mm. or call of duty no it's it's like playing skyrim it is the biggest shit of the year mm. when it comes out it'll be the biggest shit because it has yeah. such a following but the, all the followers of the games are quiet because and they're all like in we've all been in hibernation and never talked <laughs> about Kingdom Hearts. But now that Kingdom Hearts is back, people are talking about it again. And when it, we finally get a release date, all of a sudden, everyone you talk to is like, oh, I love Kingdom Hearts. You're like, wait, I didn't know you knew Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I've just not talked about it because what's the point in talking about it? Mm, kind of yeah. thing, you know? I never I'm talked really, about Kingdom Hearts until.
1: Really happy you made me play it, though.
0: I did. I told I, I again, I pushed you. I'm a pusher.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have, because it's it's something so random. Like, I knew it existed, but I never played it, because I looked at it, and I'm like, wow, you play as some guy, and you go to different Disney worlds, and uh, yeah, so I don't stupid. really want to play that. And no, it sounds so dumb, and that's the same way George looked at it. And then I was like, George, play it. And he was like, I don't want to play it. And I was like, George, play it. And he couldn't, like, he couldn't get away from me, because normally he could go upstairs and just ignore me, but he couldn't leave that room. <laughs> <laughs> so I plugged in my PlayStation, and I gave him the controller, and I was like, fucking play the game. And then he played it and didn't stop for 10 hours.
0: It's so, and he, that's a that's a fifteen year old game he's playing. It's so old, know. and it's still that good to a new player, let amazing. alone someone that's played it before.
1: He got way more involved in it than I did because when I was streaming, I didn't do half the stuff that he did. Like he went into like the ship creation thing, like the gummy ship where you can like oh, yeah. customize it and shit. He did like some stuff with that. He did um, he because I I I never went to any of the shops in the game so like he gave Donald and goofy like different weapons and shit and i've I've never done that <laughs> um and so like he did a bunch of other stuff and i've never done that i'm like wow i have so much money that i've never spent in the game i should just as soon as i play it next just go to a shop and buy loads of cool stuff because i have money that i've never used so i've probably got a load
0: yeah i always make sure i gear up Donald and goofy and they have their updated stuff as as i update my weapons and stuff
1: yeah, I completely didn't even realize that I should have been doing that. Like, yeah. it's it's one of the things that I never do in games.
0: You've got Kingdom Hearts too like, to do all that, second. man.
1: But I'll, I'll next time I play Kingdom Hearts, I will. Well, I mean, actually, at the point that I'm at, is there any way of getting back to like Traverse Town or not?
0: Once you leave Hollow Bastion, yeah, there is.
1: Okay, cause have I'm you left still, Hollow Bastion yet? Still there at the minute. You're in, you're i think
0: in, no because you i killed you left because Kyrie, you've got Kyrie back right jesus i hope I yes jesus yes. christ i'm like that's a huge spoiler i could have just bombed dropped that no, no, bomb no, yeah. on you no
1: no i do because i yeah i'm like Dark you beat riku, riku.
0: yeah okay.
1: yeah and then Kyrie's back we ran out i must have left yeah i must have
0: okay surely so, once you're yeah it should be a tra- travis town and then after that, you're at the end of the what's called the end of the world, and that's I saw that on fun. the wiki
1: because I was looking up tutorials for George to get him through like one of the stages because we got completely lost. Get
0: that world and I saw out of here. like, no, the... thank you, I'm good.
1: God, that's <laughs> a tough is on world. Atlantica right mm-hmm. now, and that that's that's the one I hated the most.
0: Yeah, see the end of the world's. F- crazy because it's literally just boss fight after 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 boss fight and that's an exaggeration there's probably 12 or 13 boss fights and they're all hard as fuck Like, what would you
1: say is the hardest boss in the game
0: because top, for me... Top three is Riku Dark Keyblade, Churnabog, which is the end of the world, and Ansem's first and second form, because you fight the final boss Ansem, I think he has eight forms. Fuck me. Um, and his first two are the hardest. Once you get past his second one, you're kind of good. You're kind of good.
1: If you die on, like, the fourth form, does that start you back at the beginning or the beginning of that form?
0: I can't remember. It wouldn't surprise me if it was the whole thing.
1: <laughs> me neither. I mean, I think so far the two it, two hardest would be Dark Riku and Ursula.
0: Really? I don't remember Ursula being that. Oh, she, she wasn't. She was pretty hard.
1: She, f- me off. she had this. She has like the 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 attack that she spams out. Like when you when you get her health down really low, whenever you get close to her, she spams out this like lightning attack, so you can't get near to her. And that's Ursula like every from the Little
0: Mermaid. Seconds. Everybody. Yeah, that's what we're talking about in a video game, that's the a Little thing. Mermaid. It's weird villain. though,
1: because when you when you play the game, it's so normal, like to just talk about that stuff. It's like, oh yeah, I'll just like summon in Simba, and it's like <laughs> that's normal. That's a normal thing to say.
0: And that's like the thing that's great about it, like you said, that's subtle about Kingdom Hearts. That when they do something, they commit to it. Like the un- uh, the things they don't plan out are the worlds they put in. That's something they figure out as they build the game are the worlds mm-hmm. that are involved. And in Kingdom Hearts 2, the Lion King's one of the worlds. Yeah. But it's like, when you get there, you know, usually when you get to a world you've never been to, you shouldn't know any of the characters. It's like you introduce yourself, you meet them. But then it's like, I summon yeah. Simba all the time in Kingdom Hearts 1. Well, he knows you. He's one of your friends as soon as you arrive.
1: That's so cool.
0: Like, it, it's like, look, I know we didn't plan to have this world in when we made Simba a summoning character. But that way, since he is, you must know him. Therefore, he's your friend when you arrive at that world, even though it's the first time you're there. And that's... They commit to that, which I love. Um, Have you ever been to the Winnie the Pooh world in Kingdom Hearts 1?
1: No. I I looked it up on the wiki, though, and I knew you could do it, and I was like, okay, I will do it at some point.
0: For those who don't know, one of the collectibles in Kingdom Hearts 1 is Winnie the Pooh book pages. So one of the worlds is you play through page by page of Winnie the Pooh. Um, As you get more of the pages, you unlock more of the worlds until you finish... And can unlock the keyblade in Winnie the Pooh's book. Fuck it's funny. It's such a dumb sounding game. Like it's tough to talk about right now for people because they're like, I don't understand this game. It's so amazing and so worth You,
1: you won't understand unless you play it. Like you have to play it. Because It, just sounds, if you don't, it, it just sounds, sounds insane. It sounds, dumb. It sounds like insane. it just sounds like this stupid game, but it's so good and like you get so invested in it that just talking about like the characters like that like it's normal is just just feels normal. It's not weird, like it. Just, it feels right. It's yeah, so
0: odd because this is the this is the pitch to people. So you're a, a short, short white Final Fantasy looking guy with clown sized shoes, and your best friends Donald and Goofy go play right now. Like that's <laughs> it, but it's so crazy good.
1: It's like it's such a big game as well. Like it's got so much involved in it, and it's so full. Like it's I'd say Kingdom Hearts One is like way bigger than any games that come out now. Like. Yeah. A lot of games like that come out now don't feel as like I feel like that game feels so finished and, and done. And, and perfect. Yeah. It's like they've like cradled that game in their arms and just <laughs> made it the best game they could.
0: Oh, that was such a long tangent on oh, my top five. Oh fives. yeah, wait, what were we saying? Top fives. Top fives. fives. <laughs> top five cliffhangers. Um so my last two I would say is Halo 2. Okay. Because you're in the middle of this epic trilogy and you know there's a third one and then it just kind of ends as Master Chief's heading into this last battle. Yeah. And that's because I was so invested in that story that I'm like, holy shit. Okay. Crazy. Yeah, that is cool. Um, And even in some ways Halo 3, legendary ending, because you, you think that's the end. You think that's the end of the story and then there's this little, one little ten second hint and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And it makes you go insane. That The did... best
1: thing, talking about that, was E3 2011, 2012. The first teaser trailer for Halo 4 so that
0: was, was the two, best thing. The game thing. came out in 2011.
1: Came out in 2012, didn't it?
0: 2012, you're right. So the first teaser was... It would have been 2011. Yeah, you're right. E3 yeah? 2011. Yeah. Correct, 100%.
1: So that was the best thing. Oh when because. The trailer because you see like all these like because it's the inside of like Master Chief or whatever and it's got like all the lights and everything and then you can just hear Cortana speaking but you don't know what it is and like because it's so like like ambiguous at that point and then you just hear her say wake up John and they like shoots out and they like oh fuck it's Halo I and it's like you give me goosebumps I
0: think I I did cry definitely cried
1: like I Um, was I was when I saw that I was I was just fuck I was like shaking I was like oh my god yeah sure fucking Halo Four like no way like the last game came out like. Five years before that. Yeah, the numbers. Like, so there, was, there was a yeah. game
0: every year Breach, in between, but... like, you know, ODST. and So it was 2007. Was the 3. next Master Chief game. Like, yeah, no, 100%. And it was like... 100%. Like, that, I, was,
1: that was one of the best announcements ever.
0: I got, I agree. One of the best trailers ever. I got goose... I remember when I saw... I was just looking up... As I got home from school, I was looking up all the trailers that came out from E3. And I saw a thumbnail Halo 4 trailer. And I laughed. Because I thought... I assumed it was Fake. Like, I legitimately was like, ha, let's watch this stupid fan-made trailer. And as I'm watching and and I see the kind of DNA, or the brainwaves, and I'm like, fake, faking, faking gay. (laughs) Like, that's me in 2011. Didn't believe it, even when I'm reading the thumbnail. And then it happens, and I literally scream, and I'm jumping around the room like a little girl. (laughs) And I run into, and I don't tell Harlan anything, because he loves Halo just as much as I do. I don't tell him, I'm like, hey man, just watch this trailer. I'm just trying to be super chilled out. Hey man, just watch this. He's like, what is it? I don't, because I don't show him the title. I don't show him anything. I just go, just watch (laughs) this. And he loses his fucking shit. And I'm like, right, right. Like, I couldn't believe it. That was, (laughs) so. I guess in Someone's Halo 3, that little hint made Halo 4 what it was. Because it wasn't supposed to be a cliffhanger. It was supposed to be the end. But then they leave this little hint. You're like, wait a second. It fucks you up a bit. That's a unique cliffhanger. Um and another one uh, could be something like "Oh, it's tough. So what I've got Kingdom Hearts two in there and Assassin's Creed two in Brotherhood and Halo two with honorable mention of Halo three. Ooh, what else That's is tough? Awful. It's tough to think of cliffhangers.
1: Yeah, same for me. I couldn't think of anything. That's why I went with Tomb Raider. But...
0: Maybe, maybe, Mafia Two. Yeah, That'd yeah, be, I could go with an, that. I that's mean, more of an honourable mention ending. Yeah, isn't it?
1: that also felt like an ending to me. It didn't really feel too much like a cliffhanger. Like yeah, I didn't true. think they would pick it up ever. Yeah, you're like, right. You're right. So, it's yeah, more of
0: an honourable so, yeah. mention kind of ending, yeah. isn't it? Uh, maybe. You know what? Maybe Mass Effect Two. Because that just, it wasn't really, it's tough to say what a cliffhanger is sometimes. Because it was a proper ending, Mass Effect 2, but it set up the craziest shit. And you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to the next one. Mm. And it was such a good game, that you're like, oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah, so I wouldn't even call that a cliffhanger, really. It is, but it isn't. It's tough to, I think it's a debate itself what a cliffhanger is. It isn't just supposed to make sure you anticipate the next thing leaves you hanging
1: leaves, yeah it leaves you hanging you kind of when you finish it like wait what
2: like,
0: like I mean yeah, it doesn't right. necessarily guess...
1: even mean there'll be a sequel it just leaves you hanging so like maybe Bioshock was in a way kind of cliffhanger Bioshock Infinite I yeah. think kind of because when that ended it kind of leaves you like wait what like what happened like are you going to explain or not like kind of leaves you feeling like that so I guess Bioshock Infinite I'd think yeah I think I'd include that maybe a Tomb Raider
0: yeah Okay. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough I'm I might I might have to leave it then. Cause I don't know. It's I'm just trying to think of all the games I have. And I think
1: Yes I might. And when I try and think about them I kind of forget every game I've ever played.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Whenever I try to I know every game I play until I start thinking about them and then I'm like, I've never played a game ever, have
1: I? I know. Um, what the fuck?
0: Have I only ever played Assassin's Creed and nothing else ever? Probably. (laughs) That's
1: what it looks like, anyway. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's funny.
1: No, yeah, I don't know.
0: I can't think of anything else. It's tough, tough life, tough life. What a tough life we live. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll leave it at that.
1: There we go. That was top five. That took up (laughs) half the podcast, probably.
0: Yep. Um, Tyler's tales.
1: Tyler's tales.
0: Tales. I know everyone waits for that. That's become such a crazy thing, Tyler's Tales. Like, how much people love it.
1: I know, it's great.
0: But it's not sometimes because it's so much pressure to have a great story. Because people are like, this is my favorite part of the podcast. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I'm glad I've entertained you, but fuck. I don't have...
1: That actually reminds me. What I want to start doing... Is, I don't know if you noticed, Luma does it. He has a podcast, like, the main sections. Like, where the next bit starts. He has it, like, in the description, like a guide. So if people want to find Tyler's Tales, then they can. Because someone might listen to a whole episode, and we haven't included one, and they're like, oh, fuck, Tyler's Tales wasn't even in that.
0: Good. I should listen so I to think... the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. Listen to the whole podcast. Don't just come here for a section. Screw you guys.
1: Yeah, it, guys. Okay, anyways, so Tyler's Tales.
0: I'm going to keep it in the same... Field. It's Valentine's Day. Okay. Love's in the air, but not in this story.
1: Oh snap!
0: <laughs> Sim- the, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it the same theme of last Tile's tales, where I mm-hmm. failed to pick up a woman. Okay. Now it is similar to that, but it's my embarrassing story. To me, this is more embarrassing. You know this story, James. I've told you this.
1: Oh, is this the Italy one?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it is, bro. Ooh, yeah, oh okay. It
1: is. Oh, okay, I know this
0: one. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna censor some of it more just um because there's some stuff that really doesn't add to the point of what i'm trying to say of the story so i'm just going to kind of tell the funny shit um so like l- let me put it this way it involves intoxication as many of my tiles tales do not all of them but plenty of them do <laughs> so when people say you don't need alcohol at have fun not true. You do. Um, it definitely adds to it. Uh, or at least, if you want to tell a good... You need alcohol to have a good story. And that's the thing. There's no doubt at the moment. Either when you have... When you drink, you'll have a great time. Or, even if you have a horrible time, you will always have a great story to tell afterwards. And as a person that tells stories, it's great for me. Maybe some people don't enjoy that as much. But for me, at least, as long as I got a story, it's a success. Um, so, okay. in this case... There was a girl on my trip in Italy. I was quite fond of her. I thought things were going pretty well. Um, you know, I at least thought, like, I was like, oh, there's something there. But anyway, who gives a fuck about that. So we get to the, what, I think the final night? I I'm, believe I'm so. This is an embarrassing one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mainly because it's just, whenever I tell certain stories of people I know, and I'm like, please, I hope no one ever listens to it that I know. Um, just in case somehow they put it onto someone who puts it onto someone who's like, Ooh, this is about them. I'm like, Oh God, damn it. So, uh, on the last night, everyone's just, uh, we're in Rome and I believe this is the night after the whole, um, Corey stalker Bishop debacle. Okay. um, where he, he is self absorbed. Uh, the night after that, <laughs> so our final night we had this big like we call it's called the Last Supper dinner. Um, it's a okay. it was a brilliant dinner, great food, great company. Everyone's at separate tables. I'm sitting with Corey and two other couples that we're great friends with. Had an amazing time, and I'm just smashing alcohol, like just. But you don't know red wine just gets you. I don't drink wine. I'm a mm-hmm. beer man, mainly. Uh, but okay. I've only ever had wine in Italy, ever. And especially mm-hmm. the red wine, because you, you, you just sink it down. You don't know you're doing it, because you're having dinner and having a conversation, and you just kind of sip in your drink. And next minute, you've had two bottles of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't realise, because especially you prepay for certain meals, like... Mm-hmm. We prepaid for this meal, so they have the wine on the table, and they'll keep bringing wine out. So, okay. to me, I'm not thinking, "Oh, I shouldn't have another because it costs money." I'm thinking, "I already paid for this shit. Give me more wine." <laughs> so, the, so they have a setup at the table, like two bottles of white, two bottles of red, um, or maybe it's like one of each. I don't know. But by the end, there's a few empty ones, uh, and apparently I was the only one that drank the red, but I assumed we, we'd all been drinking it because it went pretty quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the reason I was, you know, you just drink a lot because you're just drinking while you eat and it just kind of happens. You know what I mean? You know, if your parents yeah. if your parents have some wine in dinner, you understand, like, everyone knows... Well, not everyone, but people know, you know, just your parents sometimes just drink a bit. I know my parents do. You know, no, I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes <laughs> you know, my parents just have a good, you know, we're, we're having a great conversation, didn't they? they just drink more than they suspect. I, I do it. I know friends that do it. Uh, but in this case, I did have the intention. We're all going out after dinner. And I'm like, if I was to make a move on this girl, I need some liquid confidence is the, is the phrase people use. You need just, just a little bit of alcohol to just kind of gives you some more confidence to be able to put yourself out there. Because it's tough to do. It is tough to do sometimes, to, to wear your heart in your sleeve and go out, go out there and give it a shot. Um, and I thought, you know, I'll, I'll make a move. You only live once, YOLO, right? <laughs> and uh, I just need some liquid confidence. I didn't plan on getting wasted especially before we even went out to start drinking. And when you get to a certain point, you don't realize you're drunk and you deny you're drunk. (laughs) So like people like you're drunk. No, I'm not when you're totally wasted. So that was me. Um, To the point where I forgot that I should be respecting these Italians by speaking Italian, Um, by, Mm -hmm. you know, asking for more wine where I'm yelling, "Oi, mate, more Red. That's what I said. I said that to a waiter oh, and I'm pointing to the red wine bottle. Oi, mate. Pointing. More red. And my friends are laughing at me. They're like, Tyler, you're an idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> oh. uh, and then we all go out and I'm like, oh, I probably should make a move or something. Um, but we paid like, I think it was 20 euro entry and we get an hour of all you can drink.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: My God, that's dangerous. <laughs> So, I just keep drinking, keep drinking, keep drinking. And I'm plastered now. And you kind of don't... Like, it gets to a point you just don't realise it's happening. And I think I'm just starting to get buzzed when I'm already fucked up drinking more. So, it's just wow. kind of a twisted cycle of me being an absolute idiot. And then, I'm like, oh, I'll go start talking to this girl. And... Um, do you ever have those moments where you should know something about someone or you should know something, I'll use an example, using you, James. When I said to you, hey, James, you know hemispheres have opposite seasons?
1: Yeah, we're done now. It's, um...
0: it's change, It changes <laughs> your u- It shatters your universe. It's like, the, the, there's a much Mother episode that talks about this, where they find out stuff about each other, and then the glass sound effect shatters. Like, it's a glass-shattering sound effect. And Mm. it just means they've realized it, and they realize it forever. They're like, oh my god, you are like that. Oh my god, I did know that, but I never noticed it. Yeah. So, like, you chew really loud. Oh my god. And when someone says that out loud, you're like, oh my god, you do chew loud. I remember every time you've ever chewed, it's the loudest thing ever. But you don't pick up (laughs) on it being a thing until someone says something. They talk Mm. a lot. They're really loud. They say this a lot. They say, for sure, relax a lot.
1: Oh um, to be
0: honest. Yeah, to be honest, you don't realise they do it until someone points it out. So I had this moment. And let me put it to you this way. Okay, I'll just say I'll say it first and then I'll explain how bad it is. So I go up to her and go, Yeah, how's your night going? She's like, Yeah, good, good, good I'm like so what are you drinking she got a drink in her hand. Conversation started, smooth Tyler. Am I right? and she just goes oh just lemonade and i'm like what the fuck what we're out right now everyone's supposed to be drinking like just the drunk guy can't can't make a move on a sober girl like that's the most no girl's going to go for a drunk guy ne- never happened in the history of the world does that happen they think you're disgusting and you embarrass yourself. You both need to be at least drinking for you to not humiliate yourself or look like an idiot. And then I go, oh, I'm trying to be smooth as hell. Oh, oh I had enough, something. or oh, you're not not drinking tonight or something. And I'm going like, oh, no, you what? And she goes, no, I, I don't drink. Glass shatters. Glass shatters. Glass shatters sound effect. What? What? And then I realize in my head, like, I st- as soon as it happens, I hear the glass shatter and I remember the whole trip. And I'm like, never once, during a meal or any occasion, had this girl ever had an alcoholic beverage in her hand. And I didn't notice it, ever. But then when she said, I don't drink, I'm like, oh my god, you don't. And I look like a fucking drunk imbecile. And I'm just, you know, slurring my words and she's just this, you know, an intelligent girl going, oh God, you're disgusting. And I'm embarrassed. I am ashamed. And Corey goes to me, here's some, but I, but then I get annoyed at myself. I'm angry at myself for being so stupid and drinking so much. Then Corey comes up, and he's like, here's some water, man. You need to sober up. After I tell him what happened, he's like, oh, sorry, man. Here's some water. I just slap it out of his hand. No, I'm going to keep drinking. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's me. Like, an idiot. Because i realising, you know, sober girl's never going to for the drunker. And I realised that I'd totally screwed it up. Like, so I was just annoyed at myself. And I ended up having to... Um, uh, what, what, what's the word? Oh, yeah. Go downstairs in the club and throw up. um, Because I'd had too much to drink. It was the stupidest thing... One of the stupidest things I've done is just... <laughs> Jesus. Not... Paying attention to what, how much I'm drinking, not noticing that she doesn't drink, and being the drunk guy trying to make a move on a sober girl is the worst idea ever. So I humiliated, but, ugh, humiliated myself, and um, I once again, totally failed to um, pick up a chick, though this was a different scenario, a different situation. Um, Good job. Yeah, so that was that was my story. And it wasn't me just trying to like the difference between this and that was where This wasn't me just trying to like I'm just trying to have sex with this girl. That was the last story. I'll admit I'm a scumbag in that story, but this one <laughs> was more of just you know making a move on a girl I was a bit fond of. Um, and I did I did that, so that was embarrassing. And there was no coming back from it. Like I had fucked up. I knew I would fucked up. That was it. As soon as she goes on a drink, I'm like, well, it's over, guys. It's over. It's done. <laughs> And then I drank my sadness away until I threw up in the in the bathroom. And then I had, well, a, a, but you know what? Afterwards, I was like, "Ah, a great story." It was a good story. Not as long as I would have liked the stories to be of Tyler Tales, and they're not all going to be at the Bieber level, but uh.
1: <laughs> or the or the or the the Bishop stalker.
0: The Bishop stalker or the ghost that story. Was a good one. Those the, are some good ones. There's but, some good yeah. stories and I still have some good stories. But I can't tell and I'm not saying this was a bad story, I thought it was a good story.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good
0: just story. but it's short and sweet the story is the difference. Mm. Sometimes people yeah. like to hear these long stories that are very detailed. Yeah. I d I don't know if I have anyone ever that's as long as the Bishop Stalker story, but there's some stories that was I got. Crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy one. I've g i have I got stalked once that's a story i'll say that one that's not quite as Everyone long
1: subscribe <laughs> to hear this story <laughs> it'll happen eventually don't worry about
0: it The the line i'll tell that story um you know that's a bit more i look just as bad in some way like at least it's a long story um that, yeah um but yeah so that was another i just felt like i needed to tell this embarrassing story um, of me to follow up because it's so similar to my last one. I may as well tell them consecutively to get them out of the way. Yeah. They're both good stories. They're both good. And this one was just me embarrassing myself again. And especially since love is not in the air for Tyler. <laughs> for Valentine's Day. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Well, that's Tyler's Tales for you. What do you expect? It's not supposed to work out for me. If it worked out for me it wouldn't be an interesting story and I wouldn't tell it. That'd be boring. That'd be boring. See, I don't want... In some ways, I don't want to succeed in certain ventures, because I want to be able to tell the story where I embarrass myself and fail. (laughs) I like those stories.
1: They're good stories.
0: They're the best ones, I think. So, that's Tiles Tales this episode. There we go. So... What would you have done in my situation? What would you have done? What would I have done? What What would I have done? What did... Like, for your perspective on that story... What... Oh, God. Yeah. How do you recover? Was I right oh, in God. thinking there was no way to recover? I think so. Not necessarily. Y- years later, looking back on it. I
1: think you could have... Maybe. Like,
0: uh, I, I don't I, know. Was, I don't think you want to see the level of intoxicated I was. I was slurring. I could...
1: <laughs> I think... I think... Well, see, I can't really say what I would have done. Because i don't know but i think judging from the way i normally handle things like that is i probably would have made fun of myself a lot and be like okay i'm a fucking idiot but do it in front of everyone so that way i don't know i guess try and own it
0: so tear yourself down, in so front of the... down. tear yourself down in front of the girl i don't know i don't know bro I don't know. No, I, I see know. what you mean. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but, I don't know. Like, I didn't... Yeah. I don't think I... in Like, I didn't totally humiliate myself overall. Just that night, mainly. But it was still not... It wasn't great. It just certainly wasn't a great experience for me. I must admit. Yeah. Um, But have you had those glass-shattering moments where you're like, Oh my God. What have I done? Um, probably. I mean, they, they are as simple as you noticing... You say for sure relax all the time. It's as simple as those things. I'm like, I do say that a lot. I didn't realize. But now I realize, now you've said it, I can't unsee it. I know. It's those moments, which are great. Yeah. <sighs> another Tyler's Tales, another day. <laughs> That's a motto.
1: You can't clobber another Tyler's Tales, another day. Or another day, another Tyler's Tales.
0: <laughs> the Tyler's Tales, a day. keeps your self-esteem away (laughs) what or or should give you self-esteem if anything yeah because you're like oh thank fuck I'm not like Tyler Jesus Christ exactly I'm glad I'm not like Tyler (laughs) (laughs) thanks dickhead (laughs) fuck you man
1: Uh, so you got anything else on your list um, or is that it?
0: That's pretty much it for the list. That's pretty much just it, it for my setup of the of the podcast. We didn't do community theories, but man, that's that's a deep hole to go in right now. We can save some of those ones we've got for later can videos, can later podcasts.
1: Definitely save those. Jumping into a theory now, I think would.
0: Oh, I'm so, it's one thirty in the morning for it's me. It's tough. I'm like, it's tough. No. Yeah, I've been at work all day. Be- it's one thirty in the morning. It'd be tough getting Jesus. into theories right now and thinking. Yeah, that'd kill me. I half considered. I was like, can I even tell a Tyler's Tales in this? Like, I'm so tired, but I'm like, no, I, I can't let him down. I can't let him down. Yeah, even you can't.
1: What, yeah, what do you, what do you say? You can't You can not not do a Tyler's Tales. Everyone waits for the Tyler's Tales. See, I wish like, they didn't,
0: because story. then I wouldn't have so much pressure on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you built it up with the, the Bieber story and the... There's so many the, good ones. Uh, ghost story, the one with BPR, that was a really good one.
0: I'm thinking of trying stand-up comedy.
1: Trying stand-up comedy?
0: As in, yeah, because I've got some friends that do stand-up comedy, and there's lots of local clubs. There's a lot of local club scene. I'm thinking of doing stand-up comedy. I that think... I think... And and writing my stories that I tell into a more um, s- scripted and um, almost acted into more of a performance than just me telling a story on a podcast because I think I could you could tell the Bieber stories and stuff like they're hilarious stories
1: yeah that'd be great actually I could
0: weave in and tell in a different way that's more of a performance as a comedy act because I've never because I've I watch a lot of stand-up I love stand-up it's just something I don't I'm not a person that could just write a joke if you know what I mean I can Mm -hmm. make fun of and make and tell a story in a hilarious way but I have to experience that yeah. So I fi- I think I see a way I could. I'd love to just do it once, try it, and see if there's something there. Could I make an audience laugh? I think I could try. Maybe.
1: That'd be That'd be cool. I'm I trying. think that'd work out good.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind giving it a go. Well, I I don't care if I bomb. Like I really don't care if I no one laughed and be like, well, I tried. Now that'd I know. Be
1: Disappointing.
0: <laughs> well, now I know. There's a tall tales there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. What, exactly. Worst case scenario, it's a Tyler's Tales. Best case, I do well. <laughs> that's how I look at things. Uh, you Tell... can just
1: hand out business cards to everyone with our logo on. It's like the URL to, ta- um, to Kill Pony Club. <laughs> <laughs> everyone come listen.
0: Oh, that's brilliant.
1: Every other Sunday.
0: And speaking of Kill Pony Club, if you haven't already like this podcast, subscribe to both our channels, follow us both on Twitter, and go watch... Our Kill Connor Club plays a Division Dark Zone. It's an yes. awesome video. Yeah. James doesn't. It's awesome just like awesome. this, but we're
1: playing it. a game.
0: It is. it is. Um, you're yet to watch it, James, mainly because yeah, it just I'll came in. Yeah, I'll watch
1: out. it after
0: this. And I think one of the comment. Hang on, I'll just check because I saw. People, I think Hellcutter goes. Kill Connor Club plays AC multiplayer. Question mark. Mm-hmm. I think that'll happen eventually.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll happen.
0: 1v1 we've tried before haven't
1: we we have tried before failed miserably uh, and we ended up making a 3 hour podcast that we're never going to release I'm going to release it (laughs) we always talk about it we always talk about that podcast it's just
0: an inside joke now
1: everyone knows it exists
0: it's just irrelevant now the stuff we talked about like it has no relevant it was about like before syndicate came out like
1: we should release it in like 10 years
0: I just do you know what's funny like I I want to jump on there and realize I told a Tyler's Tales on there and now I think I've told it before in the podcast, but I haven't. Really? Yeah. I, like, I don't think that happened. I just hope that I listen back to it and go, I told it was Tyler's Tales. But I thought I'd already told that story on an actual podcast that was released. But I didn't. I told it on uh, this yeah. one. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that happened, but what if? Maybe. Maybe. Who
1: knows?
0: Yeah I, don't think, I, yeah, I don't think it's a really relevant podcast anyway. It's not that entertaining.
1: Yeah. I mean I mean people will still probably love it. But I mean we we definitely need to try Unity Co-op at some point because that'd be hilarious.
0: That would be funny. Me trying to ex- oh. be like just do this and you're like I don't want it! <laughs> it's
1: like I can't fucking do that the game won't let me.
0: <laughs> and then um me just um destroying you in AC multiplayer that would that embarrass you.
1: I th- I think the tables would be turned. Oh really? You think-, you think so? I think so that's what would happen I'd put Uh, my game face on
0: we could build this up to be a huge like fight battle (laughs) it's like a huge event promo posters and then we'll live stream it
1: get like commentators and they can commentate over the top and it'll switch screens between me and you
0: we could do that and everyone's there waiting
1: for it and it goes viral
0: I think it'll I mean I think I'll destroy you and embarrass you I'll change your bum life I don't know about that I'm sure you want to. I'm sure you want to play against me, but uh, I'd... When, as soon as it happens, you'll you'll be crying. I'll leave you. I'll leave you on the ground <laughs> crying.
1: Oh, you only see.
0: you only think you want it, James. You only think <laughs> you want to do battle with me, but then when it happens, you'll be you'll be so upset.
1: Look, I'm staying calm and collected. You're. Talking trash. But what do you as think? We, what do you think we you start g- playing?
0: What do you think you're gonna do to me, know? James? What do you think you're gonna do to me?
1: Cut your fucking balls off.
0: You think you can step in to Assassin's Creed Revelations multiplayer? You think you can step in to Antioch map when I'm the sentinel and drop a smoke bomb on me? Is that what you think you're gonna do? You think you're gonna stun me? One v one assassinate. I'll oh, wreck your God. day.
1: It's it going to be good. We're going to do it.
0: It won't even be close. No, I'll, I'll, I'll humiliate you. Your subscribers will all be like, I can't say subscribe to this guy. What a loser. <laughs> he got destroyed. Tyler destroyed him.
1: Oh, God. Ethan will start lasers, sub count drop, live stream. <laughs> Gifts all over him. My subscriber's just depleting.
0: Comparing to mine going up. And I'll, everyone's like, <laughs> who is this guy? Why is he? He's not even a real fan. You just got demolished. <laughs> Ten thousand points to five hundred points. Oh well. I'll destroy you. You know, because I'm sure we'll do like a best of seven games. You'll you will not want to play another game. You'll play, We'll play one game. and You'll be like, no, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good.
1: I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm actually hyped for this.
0: You have no chance.
1: It's gonna be good. I'll end you. I hope everyone else is ready for it as well better
0: be i'd love to do you think you're going to do something i'd love to hear you talk back to this
1: no i'm, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna stay. we're gonna wait and see oh
0: yeah. we've got we've got this fake nice guy we trying to be the hero trying to trying what? to act like he's trying to act don't like he's he's better than me <laughs> but not talking smack listen like, just don't worry about it we'll just see what happens we'll just you know just see what happens that's loser talk I'm confident enough to step in here and tell you what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to let you lock on to me. I'm going to make you think I don't know you're coming. I'm going to drop a smoke. I'm going to stun you. I'm going to stare at you down while you're on your knees kissing my feet. And I'm going to poison focus you. And I'm going to wreck your day. (laughs) (laughs) You will kiss my feet. You will thank me. For allowing you to play against me? It'll be an honour for you? <laughs> Look at him. He ran away from the chat. <laughs> he ran away because he couldn't handle the truth. He didn't like hearing it. <laughs> what? Who are you? You re- disappointing james and you've got nothing to say to you. you've got nothing to say to me i've got nothing what reason do i even have to play you to be honest
1: to prove that you're gonna win to prove
0: i don't need to prove anything <laughs> what level you're probably level 13 what what is this <laughs> i'm gonna destroy you no you so do you think you can win do you think you can win possibly Oh, I hate this. I hate this reserve, James you're giving me. Trying to act like the good guy. Trying to make me look like an arsehole right now.
1: I think the possibility's there. The
0: possibility. The possibility's
1: there. We've just got to see. We've got to play. We've got to... Let the
0: best man win. Let the best... Loser talk. Loser (laughs) talk. That's all I'm hearing from you. If you don't think you can win, if you don't know you can win, you've already lost... You've already lost. Well, I guess we're gonna have to book this. It'll be a huge event. Lasers versus Tynamite. Assassin's Creed 1v1. The battle for the king, for the crown, for the championship of the world of everything. Uh, let's book the let's book this shit. Okay. So, you, are you willing to accept my challenge? I'm, I'm willing to accept. Willing I will to, accept the challenge. You accept I my challenge,
1: challenge? Fucking accepted.
0: I've taken this <laughs> so far. I've taken. I don't know how to stop myself right now. I've taken this <laughs> to <laughs> an just to just a whole new. Keep going. To a whole new level. I should be on fucking WWE right now, cutting promos on the <laughs> Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. You Osses really shit. know how to hype
1: things up. You're almost Ubisoft level. It's <laughs> Believe <this point>. <laughs> your own bullshit.
0: Yeah, I believe. I, I've watched so much Conor McGregor. I know how to just talk shit. Be I've, then again, I've talked shit my entire life to whoever, to Harlan mainly, to my brother. <laughs> I'm going to use that and cut, like, promos for, like, ads for our battle. And it'll be, like, voice voice um, shots of, like, you going, we'll just see who the best man wins. And this is me going, you will kiss my feet. I will focus, poison you. <laughs> the most nerdy-sounding UFC-style promo ever. People are like, what is this, a UFC fight? And we're talking the most nerdy shit, or just me mainly, and you just trying to be polite and, like, respectful? <laughs> making me feel horrible Uh, uh, midway through I'm like I need to apologize to you after this because I'm like this isn't really (laughs) me this is me this is me building this up I'm sorry but it's going to happen 1v1 the battle that's a good way to end the podcast so um anything anything else we've just cut promos at the end
1: well, yeah, I do want to say, if you hit the link in the description to the Kill Corner Club merch, we've got a brand new t-shirt design from the Kill Corner Club store. So you can go and check that out. Um, give it a purchase. And if you do, tweet it to us, at TylerTynamite and at HD hashtag Kill Corner Club, and send us a picture of your t-shirt purchase. So we can see.
0: And so we can you love you wearing. forever.
1: Yes. So there we go. You can be my
0: Valentine if you buy the shirt. Um, definitely. Yeah. And I'll give you all the love that I can possibly send on Twitter. That's not like I'm sending like a dick pic or something, What is it's more just like <laughs> me saying nice things to you. It's definitely I'll no... I'll
1: you a stick of time in my... None of you, you have earned the yet.
0: solid two inches. None of you have earned the solid two inches. I know you're all jealous uh-huh. of it, but just haven't earned it yet. <laughs> buy the shirt and you're on the way there, but it's just, you can't... Yeah. Not there.
1: Well, there we go. Yeah, buy our merch.
0: This our merch. is the Kilconner Club. It's and we Kilconner. do nothing but talk shit for three hours. How long's it been? Almost three hours. Jesus. I did not Pre-recorded usually aren't as long. We smash that shit out. Especially since we only did one a week ago. And I was worried we didn't have enough to talk about. But I've been writing a list... You did a good job. ...of topics I mean, we to discuss.
1: Just, it's the, the top fives. We always... Go overboard when we talk about the top
0: fives. That's why I love doing it because I'm like, it's just a great conversation starter. It's amazing. And that Q and A went for age. Really, I answered four questions. It went for like an hour.
1: That was perfect.
0: That was a great. I was happy. Good episode. Great episode. Thanks. Yeah, so, I love, love everyone who watches this podcast.
1: Same to the bottom. Happy Valentine's Day happy to Valentine's all of our Day. viewers.
0: You've got the love of us. Will be your Valentine. Please be my valentine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, don't forget to subscribe to both our channels, follow us on Twitter. All the other links are in the description, along with our merch and, of course, the link to SoundCloud and iTunes. If you're
0: not SoundCloud already listening to us on iTunes and SoundCloud right now, in that case, we love you just as much, if not more, slightly more actually. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll I'm see to you guys listen to it on yeah, that's it um, and we'll see you guys on the next episode uh, Well, where we may have a guest I don't know <laughs> we have yeah, no idea no
1: idea what we're doing we, we don't have a clue it's
0: three weeks from now we'll deal with that later. we're
1: worse than Ubisoft What's, our release is three weeks from now
0: well it's actually take we it, don't know what we're we we don't want to freak people out it is two weeks from now when this releases but for yeah, us yeah. it's pre-recorded we have three weeks to figure it out
1: yeah, hopefully live be, yeah,
0: that's the thing okay thanks guys bye 哇